KISS 92.5 Studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey, I'm Sean Mendez. This is Selena Gomez. Drizzy Drake. Taylor Swift. Post Malone. Camila Cabello. This is Ed Sheeran. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Right here. Turn up. My boys, Roz, Roz and Mocha. Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. I can see uh, Between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. and mocha nope i'm pretty sure hello is it Roz and mocha <laughs> what do you want maury no no this is a uh, quarantine jimmy out in langley bc just wanted to call my favorite show <laughs> like do you not have anything else to do more i have a request it's a Roz. oh my god i love you Roz. <laughs> Roz is my favorite oh yeah yeah go ahead from langley bc Hey, it's Quarantine Jimmy. Quarantine Jimmy. What do you want to say? I have a request. I wanted to see if you guys can do another one of those quarantine segments. <laughs> no, we can't. Yeah. Hey, Mar. Maury. Maury. Yeah. yeah. Do you have another quarantine segment ready to go or no? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, go back in there. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Put Jimmy back on the phone. <laughs> Hey, it's Jimmy here. Oh, my God. I love you guys. As we've said in the past, when you call in, Dan and Roy, and you try to do a different voice and pretend that you're somebody else, don't call with your phone. Because on the call display, it clearly reads Maury Sherman. This is a technical disaster. And you can hear the echo coming from your room. It's quarantine Jimmy here. Okay, uh, aside from all of that, uh, apparently uh, we do have another Quarantales that's uh, ready to go. This is where... Which, which is what, quarantine Jimmy, if you would like to explain? Oh, it's one of the funniest things I've ever... So what Maury does okay, he randomly just, calls people... Just stop. Uh, so what happens is uh, it's, it's cold calling. So Maury comes up with uh, the first line of a fairy tale and then he cold calls just strangers and then they have to continue on the story. And it's really brilliant. It's one of my favorite things we've ever done. Uh, so yes, Quarantine Jimmy, uh, we will do another Quarantales uh, right after this. Give us a minute. Thank you, Smooth Cool Dude. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Today is uh, National Tell-A-Story Day, Roz. Oh, yes. <laughs> Hence the quarantine, huh? And Devin Morey's been on a tear lately with some of these cold calls he's been making. So quarantales, Morey just cold calls people and he makes up numbers, doesn't even like look them up, just starts dialing random numbers and we'll give somebody the first couple of lines to a made-up fairy tale, and then it's their job to continue the story with a couple lines. Then he calls somebody else and somebody else and somebody else, and they've been brilliant so far. People are amazing. And here we go, number three right now. Hello? Hi, how are you? Fine. So I am randomly calling people randomly, and I randomly got you. Wow. Okay. And you're going to help me start off the story for Razamoka's Corin Tales, Chapter 3. Sure. Let's give it a try. Shawnice never did her laundry on a Wednesday. Okay. Well, the usual Sunday crowd at the laundromat was mainly a friendly group, 
millennials, perhaps even a few grannies. But the Wednesday crowd, they look like a bunch of rejects from a biker gang. Oh. Goss, punks, I don't know, maybe even a few aliens. Hello? Hey, this is Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales, and I'm going to get you to add the next line to our story. Uh, uh no, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Roz and Mocha's Corin Tales. How are you? Who's this? This is Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show, and you're going to add in the next couple of lines to our story for Corin Tales. Are you into this or what? Yeah, I'll try it. I mean, I'm kind of caught off guard, but I'll try it. I always kind of felt there was something calming about doing my laundry, especially my pajamas. It was a sign I'd run through all my good clothes, but also a constant reminder of how broke I was. Oh. Not financially, but more emotionally. I never really bounced back after <laughs> being separated from Charles, but I knew the last thing I wanted was to spend my life married to a killer. So when Charles and I first met, it was love at first sight. I was so attracted to him at first, I totally misread all of the flags, like how his home always smelled of bleach. We all thought it was just very clean. Turns out he was always just cleaning up after his last killing spree. Oh. And when he would say things like, I would kill for you, how was I supposed to know he meant literally? Well, now that I think about it, there were uh, a lot of signs that pointed to him being an undercover serial killer. I mean, for one, he never let me drive his car. His go-to excuse was always, it's a mess in there. So that was weird. But secondly, he bid $3,000 on Manson's prison journal. I mean, I never thought much about it because he used to spend hundreds of dollars on new gloves every month. So what's a few thousand bucks on an artifact? I should have also seen his weekend fishing trips to the country were a facade. He never came back with fish and always seemed to come back with a renewed sense of life. The real kicker was when I went to unpack his fishing gear and instead of poles and tackles and baits, it was zip ties, knives, and excessive mounted bleach. Wow. Right beside my best friend's head. Oh! Do, 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 do. <laughs> best ending ever! Yeah. Oh. Ladies! Oh. Ladies, ladies, ladies! Yo! Corn Tales Part 3! <laughs> I love that! This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Shem from the Razamoga show was on IG Live on Saturday with Serge Ibaka from the Toronto yeah, Raptors. What the hell was going on with that? Uh, at the beginning of April, Serge announced that he was going to be doing a talent show on Instagram Live. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So $20,000 is up for grabs. Really? Yes. And so what happens? People just like go on and... Singing stuff? Good morning, Shem. Good morning. Yeah, pretty much how it works. Is it only singing or can people do other things too? No, they can do other things. Oh, they can. Yeah. The guy oh, that auditioned geez. right after Shem, yeah. right? He said he was doing art. So yeah. I thought maybe he was like going to like start painting stuff or something like that. Yeah. But he was just like dressed fancy and did like a modeling style catwalk and just showing off his threads. You can model? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you put all that work in rehearsing, getting your pitch right. Somebody so, comes on and puts on a suit right after you. So, so the way good. this works is $20,000, uh, which the Serge Ibaka Foundation will donate to the winner's city or region to help cope with um, COVID-19. Oh, okay. That's right? great. So you don't... 
And then uh, DeMar DeRozan, who used to play for the Raptors, loved this idea so much. He was like, yo, I'm going to double that. I'm going to add to that. And he also said 20 Gs as well. So now the pot is up to $40,000. So how do you even get noticed by Serge Ibaka to be able to get the audition? So the way that it works is you have to send in like uh, an audition tape. So that's what I sent in. I sent in a tape of me singing with my choir. Okay. Um, And then they give you a thumbs up and they say, all right, you're selected to do a live audition. And I got that notification about two and a half weeks ago. And wow. then, yeah. And then they told me on Thursday that your audition, live audition with Serge, will be on Saturday. Jeez, so that's what I did. That's awesome. Yeah. So listen to this. This was Shem with Serge Ibaka on Instagram Live on Saturday. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Now we're going with our first talent. He's here and he's ready. So I'm ready to go. Yeah, Serge. What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's your name? My name is Shem. Shem, where are you from, Shem? From Toronto, baby. Oh, we have Toronto in the building. Nice. Right. That's right. That's right. And how old are you, Shem? How old are you? I'm 32 years old. Nice. And what do you do for a living? I work at Kiss 925 and Breakfast Television. Uh, good for you. Yeah, ma'am. So what are you going to do for us today? I'm going to sing a little Brian McKnight, uh, Back at One. Classic. All right. Ooh. Listen. Classic, bro. It's undeniable that we should be together. It's unbelievable how I used to say that I'd fall never. The basis is need to know if you don't know just how I feel. Hmm. But let me show you now that I'm for real. If all things in time, time will reveal. So good. Yeah. One, you're like a dream come true. Two, just want to be with you. Three, girl, it's plain to see that you're the only one for me. So it was at this wow. point on Instagram Live yeah. where the comments of Shem singing back at one from Brian McKnight yeah. were non-stop. There was like hearts everywhere really? on the right side of the screen. Yeah. And on the left side of the screen, it was all people showing love and being like, get this guy to the next round. Really? I think we found our winner. So is that you how it works? Shem. It's like rounds? Yeah, it's rounds. So I, I advanced it. Well, sorry. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how it ended. Oh, wow, man. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. Man, what a, what a beautiful voice, man. Thank you, Serge. <laughs> and I, I really love the song. Like, the rhythm, the vibe was a great vibe, too. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. You really have a, you really have a beautiful voice. And first thank of all, you. thank you for joining us. And thank you for your time. And uh, I would love to hear you again to the next round. All so, right. Hey! Hey! So, Shem... <laughs> advances to the next round of Serge Ibaka's How Talented Are You? Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, and it's this week, sometime so this week. What, so we need to figure out what you're singing. Oh, I have an idea. You have an idea I or do you need choices. help? Uh, you know what? I'd love some help, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm never going to say no to some help. What are your two choices? You really want to know? Should, do we... Ooh, I kind of like being surprised. Okay, be surprised. What, be surprised. Do you know which day yet? No, I don't know the day yet, but okay. they'll, they'll send me a note. 
And, I'll let and you then guys is know. it just you with Surge, or do you have to battle somebody now? So it's like a battle. So <gasps> it's it's yeah. almost like almost like March Madness. We didn't get March Madness, so yeah. now we're in a round of thirty two or thirty six people, and I'm gonna go head to head. So the, yeah. I guess what's gonna happen is I'll be on live with Surge. I'll perform. Then the, my competitor will also be on live with Surge, and then he'll throw it to people to vote. Wow. Wow. So we got to rally votes around you. I then, need it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, don't worry about that. We'll <laughs> so come through when for you, you on see that. Shem on Instagram Live with Serge Ibaka from the Toronto Raptors for How Talented Are You? Yeah. Like you heard him sing just now. <laughs> like, okay. So you got to, you got to, we're going to get you to the next round, yeah, bro. So hold, we'll get the audience behind this. Don't you worry. We, we, need, us, we need specific times. Yeah. And Serge, yo, when you're going to be and on. When you watch a video too, Serge was like, very much vibing to you singing, Shadow. Oh, it was so cool. I yeah. really didn't even remember what he said to did me they, until did afterwards. Did in your DMs after this? Yo. So, uh, <laughs> 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 this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Aha. So on Jeopardy, Jeopardy's been making a lot of news lately for the wrong answers people get. Jeopardy normally makes news because you get like these super smart people on there and they just answer questions that like nobody could ever answer. But for some reason, the last couple of weeks, they've been on a tear of people making just huge mistakes. Yeah, it's like we're getting a round of idiots. And for the most part, it's white people mistaking black people. Oh, man. <laughs> right? Is it? Yeah, ba- it Baseball is. one from a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. What was that one from a couple of weeks ago? One of the topics covered in a major league baseball course at Arizona State is this player who broke the color barrier in 1947. Schauke. Who is Babe Ruth? Nope. Nathaniel. Who is Jackie Robinson? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Babe Ruth did not break a color barrier. Uh, And then earlier this... He broke the fat-ass barrier. (laughs) And then it was huge. Earlier this week, they asked this question. Zulus for 2000. Take a look. Here, as on each September 24th, Zulus celebrate a holiday that was named in honor of this warrior leader of the early 1800s. Sarah. Who is Shaka Khan? Nope. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Who is Shaka Zulu? <laughs> not Shaka Khan. Sh- not Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Not Shaka Khan at all. Shaka Khan. Shaka okay. Khan. And then, was this last night, this other one? And then... Uh, there was a category all about the Billboard Music Awards. And they were asked this question. As the recipient of the 2018 Icon Award, she took control and took to the stage in her first live TV performance in nearly a decade. Who is Ariana Grande? No. Oh my God, dude. Sarah. Who is Janet Jackson? Yes. But they even played audio. They saw video. That was a video? Yeah. They saw video. How do you see Janet Jackson (laughs) as Ariana Grande? I mean, she did have a high pony, though, in the clip, right? Yeah, but okay, but they're two different people. And also, with the first one, the Zulu thing, they showed a picture of the Zulu warrior. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. It's so good. God, that was a good song, though, huh? Nasty Boys? Oh. Oh. What's your favorite Janet Jackson song from back in Rhythm the day? Rhythm Nation. Yeah, Rhythm Nation. Oh, Rhythm Nation? No, mine is not nasty. Um, oh, let me look at it. What Have You Done For Me Lately? Oh, yeah, oh, that one. That one. God. That's a great song. Oh, 
Well, let me find it. What about uh, Black Cat? Remember that song? <gasps> yeah. Black Cat was a good one, too. That was great, Janet. Oh, hold on. I got to wait for this ad on YouTube to play. We got time. What's the other one? Everywhere when you look above and you know, and you start and you leave your hand around me, baby. <laughs> Ariana <Yeah>. Grande. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is good. What have you done for me lately, right? Yeah. Yo, when she was younger, yeah. it's crazy how much her and Michael Jackson look alike. Yeah. Like siblings, yeah, I know, but like it's it's odd how much they look like one another. And out of all of the siblings, too. Yeah. They, they, those, those two looked the most alike. God, this was a good track, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm. What else you got over there? I can listen to some Who's this actor in this? This is Mario Van Peebles? No, that's not him. Play Rhythm Nation. Babe Ruth. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I guess the LCBO is doing like gangbuster business, huh? Oh heck yeah! I, That's... along with everybody else, have been drinking a lot more. Have since... you? But the thing is, yeah, my schedule compared to everybody else hasn't changed. No, your schedule is the exact same. Right? Like yeah. our building where we do the, the radio show, the building is shut down, yeah. but our radio station is still operational. We're the only ones here. Yeah. So we're keeping safe. But when you go home, you go home the same time. I go that you home at the did. exact same time. It's just that, you know, every night I'm pouring a little bit more. <laughs> right. What time do you start? Like, are you starting earlier? I think that's the, that's what a lot of people are saying is that they're starting earlier in the oh, evening. No, no, I don't drink know. during the day. You don't at all. No? no, I don't. I don't have my first drink until after my son goes to bed. Which is what time? He we put him down like around seven, seven thirty. Seven. Oh God. Yeah. So I, I have never. my drink at like let's say around eight o'clock. Really? I'm yeah. dipping into my collector items beers. What? Like, what is that? Like I had a, oh, a, like, a like, pri- com- like commemorative cans and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, I had like a really super cool- You're drinking pr- the antiques? I had a- pr- <laughs> Wait, but, yeah. but I had it a can't pr- be- it can't be good. Like, what? what is it? Like, are you drinking wine no, or No, I beer? like a, I don't know, it tasted great. It was the best beer I ever had. What was it? I, I opened up a small pride can of, of beer. What kind of beer was it, though? It was Labatt, because they, they sort of highlighted the LGBT in the logo or something like that. Right. And I was, Man. like, keeping this thing for a few years. Hold I'm on. like, oh, this Sorry. is great. You care, huh? <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. So it's an LGBT... Because Labatt Light, or no. Coors, no, Labatt Light... Bud Light, Bud Light, Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're at home drinking Bud Light? <laughs> how, long ago, how long ago? How long ago? Thursday afternoon? It was like three years old beer. Oh, I can't be good Like now. in a can? Yeah. That's oh, fine. Is it? Yeah, you're yeah. fine. Wait, yeah, well, was fine. it in the fridge or you drank it like warm? No, it was in the cereal cupboard and I just put it in the fridge and then an hour later I cracked it open and it was, because I haven't had beer in the longest time, it was the best thing I ever had. Oh my God. Really? Huh? Oh, it was so you good. You like beer? I didn't think you liked beer. I you don't, finished the whole but can? I, I, I needed something to drink. Good question. How much of that can did you finish? Oh, the whole thing. The whole thing. But does Matthew know that you drank the whole thing? Yeah. 
And then I got a talking to. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew don't like you drink. So what did Matthew say? He's like, really? I mean, yeah. is it come down to this? Yeah, I know. I think he worries about you and, and the drinking. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because how much are you drinking now? Well, we split like a can a night. <laughs> split a can a night. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, because the other thing too is like he won't let me go back to the LCBO to get more. Why? Because he's really worried about the lineups and sure, the people yeah, and stuff. So he's yeah, like, "Can yeah, we yeah. start drinking the collectors' items before we go back?" But why don't you? Why aren't you just buying a couple of cans of whatever it is that you need? Oh, what are you? What are you drinking? White Claw. Oh, because you can't get that at the grocery store. No. So I why do same do day pickup. Cur- yeah, do curbside pickup. Do same day pickup, but you still have to. But what do you? In the when you do same day pickup. Are you buying a lot? Or are you just doing same day like two I cans? Know, I bought six cans. <laughs> I don't know, you man. Use, you use bandwidth and gas in the car for six cans? <laughs> I think if you're doing curbside pickup at LCBO, make you're it. like, make it worth, like, I don't know, stock up for like a month or something. Right? That's right? like that's like going on Grocery Gateway and ordering cilantro. Yeah, that's it. And you, just, you make the poor man drive to your house. And then they think it's a mistake and they call the you. the world hates. Right? They call yeah. you and like, we think that there might be a mistake in the system because it says all you want is cilantro. Same day pickup up for six cans of White Claw. What is the matter with three you? Three lime, three mango. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, Roz. Trending number seven in Canada right now. Horned up still, singles still. on a resort who weren't allowed to kiss or have sex with each other, all for $100,000. Yeah, the potential at $100,000. Uh, Francesca was really the standout star because, one, uh, she cost everybody the most amount of money. Uh, but also, she came out of it with love. Uh, Francesca and Harry, are they still together? Hi, Francesca. It's Raza Mocha. Hi, how are you guys? Doing good. How are you today? Not bad. Not bad. Up bright and early. I hear you. So are you and Harry able to, are you quarantining together right now? Or where is he and where are you? So he's in LA right now and I'm in Vancouver. So we're not unfortunately quarantining together. Oh no. When was the last time you actually saw each other, saw each other? The last time I saw him was right before quarantine. So the very beginning of March. Oh, no. Yeah, right before this all went down, I was in Ontario visiting my family, and then all of this crazy stuff started happening, and I was like, oh, God, what do I do? Do I go to L.A.? Do I get stuck there? Do I stay in Canada? And I just decided it was best, of course, to safer to stay in Canada, so I decided to do that, but we did not expecting did not expect it to be lasting this long so so you and harry didn't even get a chance to watch too hot to handle like on netflix together you had to watch it separately yeah we couldn't watch it together it was really hard because there were some scenes that i wish i could have just like hugged him and like vice versa so we just made a pact that like when we were watching it we weren't allowed to like get grumpy with each other or like Stuff like that, but it was hard not to watch like our cute moments together as well. So we well, I'm sure Harry wouldn't have wanted to be in the same room as you when he saw that one scene with you and Kels in the shower. I know, <laughs> it's so bad. I know, right? We were just drinking. Like we honestly just were like both drinking. When you shot this show, the show finished, and then you and Harry split up for a little while, right? How long were you apart for before you decided to get back together? Um. So yeah, we. Visit each other as families and friends and stuff like that. I went to Australia, came to Vancouver, and then we split up for a couple months, and then we started talking again around New Year's. So during that break, yeah, he dated other people, I dated other people, but we, we oh, needed it because 
yeah, because of that break now, we're like stronger than ever. So Okay. Now, when you were each with other people, did you guys tell those other people that you had filmed this show, Too Hot to Handle, and what it was all about? Um, I'm not sure if he told the girl he was dating. I told the person that I was seeing, I'm like, oh, there's this thing that's coming out, like... Oh, I think I'm a villain of a TV show. That's literally what I said. <laughs> <laughs> and since that show so came out, did that person say anything to you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because this show was on Netflix and not on like a regular network, they were able to show sort of much more. And there were scenes in this, in Too Hot to Handle, that I wonder what the reaction from your immediate family was because there's some, oh sh- you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um. did, you, did you warn them? Yeah. What, was, what was that like? Yeah, I warned them. Like over the past year, I warned them that there was like, yeah, okay, I had sex on the show. I did tell them that there was like a few scenes that they might not want to watch, but... And then again, I didn't know how crazy Netflix was going to go with it. I wasn't sure what exactly there was gonna, they were going to show. But after seeing the trailer, um, my bum was in it. Yeah. And there was a scene of me kissing Haley. So my mom messaged me right when she saw it. And she was like, was that your bum? I'm like, maybe. She's like, why are you kissing a girl? I'm like, just, you have to just watch. And I'm like, but can you like skip like episode two? Nine minutes in or episode seven, ten minutes in, like just skip that. And my yeah. parents didn't skip anything. They didn't skip anything. They both watched the whole thing. Oh. No, but they were very supportive. They didn't say anything to me. They were like, you look beautiful, like good job. I'm like, okay, like that's weird. But Francesca, nobody nobody said anything to you about episode seven, what happened at one forty seven AM? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone commented on my mom's Instagram photo and no. was like, oh, so it's okay to get on TV now. And I was like, oh, oh no. Uh, I'll tell you about this show. One, I, I gained a lot of respect for you at the end because the attitude that you had of still wanting to go for it and still smiling after all the money that you cost the entire group, I don't know if I would have been able to be present with all those people being the person that ruined it all. Uh, so I applaud you for that. The, the second thing is... <laughs> Come on! Like it was all you. You were involved <laughs> in all of it. Ruin it all. Other people lost money too. Not as much as you. Not as much as you. <laughs> so I have I have a question about when you guys lost all that money when you had sex, and I know that there's cameras everywhere, right? So mm-hmm. when you guys were alone in the private suite that night, and you did it. Is that on film or did you have to come clean the next day to people after they asked? Like, did they know or did they ask you? Yeah, they watched everything. They watched <gasps> everything. Francesca! After seeing the scene with me and Kels in the shower, so that happened before, right? So that was like episode three. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, what are they going to show? of the private suite with Harry and I. I was sweating. And then <laughs> Francesca! I know, but they, they, honestly, they did Harry and I such a solid with not showing anything. Like, they just cut it and didn't show anything. So I was like, oh my God, like, thank you guys so much because that was like a private moment and it was able, but yeah, no, they got, they got a nice little... Francesca from Too Hot to Handle, before we let you go, how has appearing on this show, on Too Hot to Handle, changed your life? Like, any new opportunities for you appear? 
Okay, yeah. So I started um, a bikini brand that's vegan and has biodegradable fabric. It took me like months and months and months and months and months to find everything and make it together and put it together to be magical. But I just launched and that's really, really exciting because it's really good for the planet. So it's just been like a whirlwind. Did you notice while watching Too Hot to Handle that there was a lot of underboob? Yeah. I'm such a fan of the underboob. Okay, so is this like a thing? Like, did you guys all get, to, like, is this a thing that you all just agreed on, that it was going to just be underboob for the entire series? I think that they saw my underboob and were like, oh, okay, <laughs> we want the underboob now, too. Oh, were, so you're the trendsetter. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> have you guys talked about getting married before we let you go? Last question. We have, yes, we have. And? I mean, it's going to happen one day for sure. Has he proposed? He proposed over, like, a Zoom call with you times and i was like listen buddy uh yeah we're definitely gonna get married like we talk about it every day oh so. uh, you guys are the best there we go All francesca right, there we from go. too hot to handle on netflix thank you very much for joining us on the Roz and mocha show thank you guys so much this is the Roz and mocha show podcast so historically today is a day to appreciate the greats when it comes to poetry <laughs> It's National Great Poetry Reading Day. Today, everybody's encouraged to read and appreciate poems, introduce others to poems and poets that you particularly enjoy to dip back into the greats throughout history, especially in a time like this, uncertain times, as they say. Uh, Maury has decided to go a different route, like he does, and write an original piece. Over the years, Maury's done tons of poems on the Razamoke show as the resident poet laureate, a.k.a. Maury Angelou. Maury, what have you prepared today? Today is a poem. It is a love poem for those in quarantine called A Distant Love. Okay. Excuse me. I just got chills. You almost fell. (laughs) Okay. We ready? Take it away. Yes, queen! We doing this in quarantine? How long has it been? Hold on, let me put our glasses on so we can see... No, can we start again? (laughs) Yes, redo. We can start again. It's your poem, man. We want you to get it right. I know. I'm very nervous. Okay, Okay, we we, we just want you to get it right. Don't, uh, no, just take take a breath for one second. Tell me when. Go. To breathe or to go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, start reading. Now. Okay. Yes, queen. We doing this in quarantine. How long has it been? Hold on. Let me put on our glasses so we can see our asses. Turn on some Miley Cyrus and we try not to catch the virus. Let's make this X-rated as we stay isolated. Keeping six feet apart can break one's heart. I want to make you Mona, but we're worried about Corona. This is how it goes. I can't even tear off your clothes. It gets on my nerves that I can't flatten your curves. How can I tickle you down there when all All I can do is stand and stare. Making out is such a task if you're always wearing a mask. I want to shout out in glee when I whip out my PPE. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell just happened? So I imagine it's taking extra precautions when... It's all the problems we have when wanting to, to have love during quarantine. Right. Hey, queen. (laughs) We need extra PPE. 
Do you know what PPE stands for more? Personal flotate? No. No, not personal flotation. <laughs> yep, it does, yeah. yep. Ah! <laughs> All right. Happy National Great Poetry Reading Day, everybody. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you today? Good. So yesterday I watched a video that Roz posted about uh, fixing his lawn and how excited he was about it. Yeah. And there's a couple of things. So like I never thought I would jump on the Roz train of crushing on Roz. But oh. after watching that video, I did. And I definitely still don't care about lawn. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's so, your name? Jules. So why did I put in all the work then? <laughs> I don't know. It was a great 11 minutes for me to watch, and I definitely crushed on you watching it, but I really didn't care after it was over. Oh. So you still watch the entire 11-minute video? The entire video. Oh. So I, I do, in case anybody, just, let me just fill people in here. If you've seen uh, my Instagram or uh, my YouTube, we'll get to YouTube in a second. Yeah. Um, At I, Roz Weston, by the way, on IG. Uh, I have very much enjoy doing videos about my lawn mm -hmm. and lawn care and the the process that I go through and what fertilizers I use and what mowers I use and everything else because I enjoy it and it makes me happy. Sure. And then so instead of just going out and mowing the lawn, which would normally take about an hour, I go out and I set up cameras and everything else. So mowing the lawn now takes me four and a half hours Ooh, uh, to do because I want to shoot a video for it. And then I post it and, and it's basically just for people who enjoy things like lawns, uh -huh. um, but other people watch them and then you can either goof on me or you can crush on me. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> uh, it's always appreciated. So anybody can enjoy it, but I don't do it specifically to try and get people involved in lawn care. Right. Right? Like it's I'm just an extension of who you are Thank and it's you. enjoyable. That's fine. Yes. I'm not I think hate. that's what it was for me. You were just so happy and you were really into it. So I Jules. I mean, my husband is in the car. I'm driving him to work and he works landscape and construction. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't, don't care about the lawn. Um, so I think it was just maybe watching you and you were really excited about it. And um, yeah, my husband, I guess, doesn't really care that I have a crush on you either. Oh, that's Wait, awesome. but did your husband care or was he like rolling his eyes when you were watching a video of oh, Ross cutting his lawn? He was already sleeping. Oh, oh, oh wow, damn. That's great. So you've turned on the video on your phone <laughs> after your husband went to bed? Now, yeah. did you come across it at that time or you came across it earlier in the day and then you waited to watch the video? I waited, but I only waited because the video was 12 minutes and I was like, oh, do I really have 12 minutes right now or do I just watch it later? So that's the only reason I waited. So what was it about Roz's lawn video that you were crushing on him so hard for? Oh, uh, because some, usually on the show and it's my favorite part about Roz on the show is that he's crusty and you know tells people how it is and he's just he's a boomer on the show most of the time Excuse but me? in that video he's not a boomer and he's really excited and he's happy and and i like seeing things i guess that make Roz happy because on the show he makes me laugh because he's always crusty and when people don't say he's they're his favorite he gets upset about it and it's funny people <laughs> people are incapable okay People, people are absolutely incapable of paying me a compliment without also insulting me so hard. 
Like nobody ever, nobody ever just says that they dig me. Everybody's like, I dig you. Normally you're this, or usually I don't like this. It's impossible for people. Okay, wait. My husband's here too, so can you? If you ask us who our favorite is, then he'll be happy to say it. Oh, okay, great. So, Jules, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Mine is Mocha, a hundred percent. I think wow. <laughs> it always has been Mocha. I'm crushing on Roz, but it's always been Mocha. I've been listening for almost eleven years now. Hundred percent mocha. Oh, I honestly thought you were going to get wow. this way, Roz. Wow. <laughs> Just the way the conversation was going. Okay, uh, and what's your husband's name? RJ. RJ. Between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Roz. Thanks, thanks, man. There's, okay, but can I tell you why Roz is RJ's favorite? And I think Roz, you'll get a kick out of this. Oh, I can't kind of wait. Like, <laughs> I can't wait. On one of the shows, I don't know, I got RJ into the show a few years ago. On one of the shows, we were talking about the the Beyonce documentary. Mocha was talking about it. And Maury was like, you know, they should put these things in theater. It shouldn't be on Netflix. And he, Roz was like, no. I don't want to sit with all these people. Like, I just want to be by myself at home, watch it by myself. And at that point, I turned to my husband and I was like, is that why Roz is your favorite? He's like, oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Not the way I thought this phone call was going to go, I'll be no. honest. I'm going to just stop doing videos. So I... I uh, <laughs> I we do a very large show here and we have an audience literally all around the world. We get calls from people from Australia and all over Canada and in the US and and but the one place where my sort of like influence is very very small is YouTube. Like a couple of about a month and a half ago, I got the message from YouTube being like, "Congratulations, you have 100 subscribers." What? Yeah, Yo, you're on your right? way. Yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> and so it's funny with these videos. Like, I may just stop making lawn videos altogether because Catherine says stuff like this. I uh, she's like, "What are you doing in the office all day?" I'm like, "I'm cutting a video." She's like, "What for your tens of followers?" Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! Right? Yeah. And then I start reading out. And then I start, I'm like, oh yeah, well, let me read you some of the comments. And then, and then all of a sudden I'm the guy that goes through his own comments on YouTube. And then I start reading them. I start reading them back. All right. Roz so. Weston on YouTube. I just hit the subscribe button. Oh, uh, you subscribe to me? Yeah, there. Smash You're- that like button. <laughs> I'll, I'll subscribe to make up for making you upset. Thanks so much for the call. Jules and RJ. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, The Pentagon has released, officially declassified the Navy videos that had been leaked purportedly showing UFOs. This is the weird thing about these headlines, okay? They don't purportedly show UFOs. They show UFOs. UFO is an unidentified flying object. They like to call it um, unexplained aerial phenomenon. No, okay. But it is. Yeah, we can explain it. It's a UFO. Okay. And and so the Pentagon has declassified three previously leaked top secret U.S. Navy videos that show UFOs. Now, it doesn't mean aliens, it just means UFOs. Okay, let's clear that up here. And that's exactly why they wanted to do this, because they wanted to clear up any misconceptions uh, by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real or whether uh, it was staged or fake or a hoax. The aerial phenomenon, quote, observed in the videos 
remain characterized as unidentified, the spokesperson added. The videos previously acknowledged by the Navy are real, captured with Navy pilots uh, between 2004 and 2015. So this audio that you're going to hear, it's like it's pilots talking back and forth on the radio. Um, but the one thing that is wonderful about these pilots is it's great to know that highly trained U.S. Navy pilots yeah. react to seeing UFOs the same way you and I or anybody else would, which is just simply going, dude. <laughs> There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA. My gosh. They're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Oh, thank you. That's not an LSM, is it? It's not. I do an LSM. Well, if there's a good thing, it's rotating. Oh, good. Roger. There's a shooting. Can you box me for target? No, I took an auto track. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh, dude. Oh, my gosh, dude. They're out there. Right? They're out there, and they've talked to people who were involved in this over the years where pilots have said that being in the sky, they've seen everything. They've seen every kind of aircraft, everything imaginable. They've flown everything, and what was in this video was like nothing they had ever even come close to seeing before. Really? As far as how fast this group of things were flying against the wind. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. And I've been hanging on to this for a long time. Oh, wow. A couple of weeks at okay, least. Yes. Because it ha- actually, it happened again a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. it happened the first time I saw it okay. a couple of years ago. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Really stupid question. If anybody has the answer, feel free to text at 925 But airplanes. Yes. Could they hover? What do you mean hover? Like if an airplane is in the air. Can it stop? Can it stop and no. just hover? No. No. Because I've seen that twice. No, one during the day and yeah. one at night. Like overnight driving into work. Driving here. Like what do you mean? Like you saw a plane? I think it was a plane. I assume it was a plane. But just stopped in the it air? It was in the air and I saw the lights yeah. on each wing and it was just hovering. Right. It wasn't moving. I know for a fact it was could not it been, moving. Could it have been a helicopter? No, because I would have heard it. Could it have been a drone? A big ass drone like that? How how clearly could you see this airplane? I could see the lights flashing, but you couldn't see wings or anything like that. I assume so there were wings been, because it, there were uh, flashing lights on either side where wings typically would be. Right. So you, which is the reason why I ask? Because in the area that I was driving through, there is an airport around there. Right. So I'm wondering if maybe that plane was waiting. It's turned to go and land. By just standing still? It doesn't work that way. Well, why would, well, why would that <laughs> Propel, happen at like Propulsion, in the turbine morning? engines, and physics, and it just, it doesn't work that way. Planes can't, like, you can't put it in park in the air. There's <laughs> a pop it in neutral? You can't. It doesn't work okay. that way. No, it would, like, it would be catastrophic. And the first time I saw it happen was during the day near the Toronto airport. Right. No, you It can't. looked like a plane was hovering. You no, know, planes don't hover. And I think it was a FedEx plane, too. Yeah. So, but so do you think, sure. so if it is, so you, if let's go the other way now. So if it yes. is, if it was UFO, right? Yes. Obviously. Uh, you think that UFO, that they would have safety lights on their, on the exterior of the craft. Well, yeah, you don't ever want to crash. Fair enough. Okay, good. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah. The Pentagon confirmed yesterday 
that the videos we saw, been seeing for the past couple of years, are in fact unidentified flying objects. Well, hold on now. They didn't say whether or not aliens exist. They just said that they can't explain what these things are that some of these pilots have they seen. They refer to them as unexplained aerial phenomenon. They are not confirming. They don't use the term UFO, although it is clearly a UFO. Now, saying UFO does not necessarily mean aliens. It just means unidentified flying objects. So, yes. So, they declassified these videos, basically acknowledging that the ones that have been circulating around for years are not hoaxes, that they were legit Navy pilot video, which is crazy. And my question, because I saw something like a couple months ago that I can't explain. Right. Mind you, it happened near an airport. Right. It also happened overnight. It was okay. like four o'clock in the morning. I was Fair on enough. the highway driving to work. Yes, sir. And what it looked like was an airplane. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see the outline of an airplane, though. I saw lights Interesting. on what during the day it would maybe appear like on each wing, mm-hmm. but it was hovering. Right. It wasn't flying. It was just hovering. Okay. Interesting. And my question was, can planes hover? Like a normal plane? No, it could it, was, could doesn't it, work could that way. Could it slow down to a point where it then stops in the air and just hover? No, like a normal plane does not do that. You so, can't put it in park. We got a text at 925 When planes are several miles from an airstrip, the planes can go super slow and basically glide to land. And if you're at the proper, proper angle, it could look like it's hovering. So the plane that you're seeing could be several kilometers away, and it sometimes look like, looks like they're not moving at all. How slow can a plane go, like a passenger plane? Like what's, like what's slow? Like when you say it can slow down, like what's slow? Like, can it do 20? No. That's too slow. Technically, plane. Here's another text. 925 Technically, planes can't stop and hover. However, small planes can increase the drag and enter slow flight in very high head, head-on winds and appear to be still. 40 miles per hour. Is 40 miles per hour. You said a passenger plane can go 40? Yeah. Interesting. That's slow. 416-870-8888. Hello. Uh, yeah, good morning. I just wanted to uh, call in in regards to that, uh, I guess, aircraft that you saw. Um, Roz, unfortunately, you're incorrect. There are planes that do hover. Okay, stop for one uh, second. Stop for one second. I understand that there are planes that do hover. Mo- but Mocha was asking, can planes stop midair? The answer to that question yes. is no. Yes. No. no yes. They hear your jump set when it comes forward. They can stop and it can land vertically on its with, without the problem. Okay. okay. So okay. that being said, um, also speaking about okay. the... Pause for uh, one second. Pause for one second. You cannot give false information. Generally, airplanes, the way that they are designed, specifically a passenger plane, cannot stop yeah. midair. No, you're right. And I, and I wasn't talking about passenger planes, but you had stated 
basically across the board that planes can't do that. No, no. If you have a plane where the with like those weirdo planes where you can flip the engines and they can point down and they can sort of hover and do that thing, that well, that's not what we're talking about, though. Okay, but no, nope. I, I I don't know what Mocha saw, and I like I said, I was just calling Obviously in to say aliens, yes, bro. Listen, don't <laughs> right? don't but crap on Mocha's said, don't crap on Mocha's alien thing, man. There were uh, documents and and uh, documentaries released not too long ago. Uh, a couple of U.S. Air Force uh, high-ranking uh, people who stated that, I don't know if you remember, a few years ago, well, quite a few years ago, uh, they were talking about this plane that looked like a football, and no one could identify it. Everyone was saying it didn't exist, and then the military, after people seeing it over top of their bases, finally admitted that it was real, and this gentleman that was... Uh, Speaking in regards to this, had stated that this plane, if you want to call it loosely, uh, was probably one of the fastest things on the planet and made any mock travel look ridiculous. Because it, it was probably an alien spacecraft that they were testing out, that they, they've been hiding from us. Well, no, no, it, it, it was a U.S.-made aircraft, oh. unlike anything that anyone has ever even thought of, right? But it was loosely based on alien technology. Oh, Guys, I have a great idea. Basic, base, basically, in a nutshell, the whole thing was covered with tiles that are on the bottom of the space shuttle, and... It traveled clean across the United States to Hawaii and back in a matter of minutes. What's your name? Gary. Gary, I have a great idea. Okay. Once the pandemic is over and we can all get together again. Yeah. <laughs> I say we should go and storm Area 51. If you listen to some of the guys who really know, like that one guy who seemed to know what was going on. Yeah. And Area 51, although it does exist, there are sections inside of Area 51 that you are never going to find that have all the stuff that you're looking for. Yeah, like Area 51B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Gary. No problem. Take it easy. Later. Later. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How are you? Such a weird headline. This is such like, I never thought I would ever read a headline like this. What? Toronto will no longer issue tickets to people sitting on park benches. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I heard about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so wild. Like that, so, that was e ever even a thing. So like, as adults were allowed to sit on park benches and be responsible again? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Great, thanks. Right, city. <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? Like if you got bonked on the head, like if you were you know in, in a rom-com and got yeah. bonked on the head and fell asleep six months ago and you woke up today and you saw this headline, Toronto will no longer issue tickets to people sitting on park benches. You would never believe any of it. No, you would think that you got bonked on the head and was in a coma for like 15 years. Yeah. 20 years. Right? I got asked to move along. Move along I sat somewhere. down on a park bench and the cop said, move it along. Move it along. Move it along. Oh, wow. What'd you say? I said, I've always wanted someone to tell me that. <laughs> yeah, under your breath, you said nothing. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you said all nothing. right. <laughs> you said nothing. You liar. You said nothing. You were so terrified of any confrontation, Maury, that you said nothing. No, I always try and befriend them. No, I said yeah, nothing. Yeah, right. So what did you really say? You know, I do host cops for cancer. Yeah, exactly. No, you didn't, you yeah. liar. No, I do. Said, it's always my line with police officers to get me said, out of things. You said nothing. Get, what do you think? Are you, you going to get arrested? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, don't have $700 to give to them for sitting on a bench. If you got bonked on the head 
and you had the option of what are some of the tropes from those movies? Okay, so if you had the option of getting bonked on the head and waking up and thinking you were hotter, thinking you were somebody else, or you had complete amnesia and didn't remember anything. <sighs> those are my options? Those are your options. Which would you rather? Yeah. Because I watched Fifty First Dates last night. Yeah. And she got bonked on the head after that cow ran in front of the car. And then she couldn't remember anything every single day. She woke Say up. the options again. Okay, so you wake up and you're hotter, like yeah. um, Amy Schumer, uh-huh. right? You think you're hotter. You think you're hotter. Yeah, yeah. you don't wake up and you're hotter. No, no, yeah. you, you think just you are. think you're hotter, Yeah, right? Or you wake up and think you're somebody else. Uh-huh. Could be anybody. I'll let you choose. Or you wake if up. I walk around the city thinking, I'm like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Sub Jabroni. Yes. Yeah, but everyone would and, react and, but, to you like but, you're an idiot. Yes. Like, okay. But you would forever trying to be. Or amnesia? You, or amnesia. So, yeah. Like you would, if you woke up, if you got bonked on the head and woke up and thought you were Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you have to understand that you would spend all day like completely bewildered as to why nobody recognizes you. Like it would be a terrible right. existence. You would be forever being like, do you not know? Yeah. I who, just released a tequila. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know which one you wouldn't pick. Which is what? Hotter. Cause you can't get any hotter oh than you are. Oh my God, Maury, please. Thank <laughs> you. I needed that today. Can I say amnesia? Yeah, you can see him. Of course, Maury says amnesia. (laughs) (laughs) Any excuse to leave that marriage. Any excuse. (laughs) You know what I mean? What dog? No idea. (laughs) Any excuse. He's like, what are you talking about? I hate dogs. I just want to to forget it all. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good. I'm doing all right. This is Chris. Hey, man, I just want to say to you guys, uh, I'm a long-haul truck driver driving across uh, Canada here. Whenever I come through Toronto, you guys are the only reason I turn off my Spotify. Oh, dude, that means so much. Uh, Where do you, what's the haul that you're driving now? Like, where did you start? Where is your destination? Uh, currently right now, starting at Windsor and then going to Toronto, leaving from Toronto, going up to Montreal, then leave Montreal, and then go back to Windsor. And, and what are you hauling this trip? Uh, produce. I gotta keep those grocery stores full, man. Yeah. You're the man. Uh, how are you keeping safe during all this? It's easy. It really hasn't affected my life at all. I work alone. I live alone. Oh, all right. Social distancing is my norm. But when you're on the road, I was reading something the other day when it came to truckers where it was real difficult for a lot of long-haul drivers to find places to to take a shower and to wash up and all that other stuff. Did you, Is that a problem uh, for you? Uh, absolutely. It was for a while. I'll tell you, I went through okay, a few packs of baby wipes for a while. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, they, they are starting to open them up now with uh, high disinfectant and stuff like that, but... It, it, it got a little iffy for a while when they were closing up the bathrooms and the showers and stuff. You, you know, you, you, you're finding yourself uh, using a lot more window washer fluid just so you can have the jug available to you. Aw, dude. Hey, let me ask you a question, and it's a question that I've had since I was a kid, and I've never been able, I've never been able to actually ask a truck driver. Okay. Do truck drivers oh. like it when you drive by and you see a car and there's a kid in the back seat doing the arm thing to tell you to honk your horn? I am telling you from the bottom of my heart that 
U.S. paint truck cover that makes our day. Does it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I love that. All right. I good. love that. I always wanted that to know that. Our day, man. That was such a smile on our face. Because uh, you know that you're making that kid happy or those kids that, are, oh, that are on the school bus all you're trying to get your attention to honk the horn, right? You know you're making them happy. Oh, yeah. I, I'm telling you, and it makes us happy that it sounds kind of weird, but when you're on the highway, most of the time, most of the passengers now are looking down on their phone. But when you see a kid dead, give them that arm pump. Yeah. You almost feel validated, like like, 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 you exist on the highway. You're just not an obstacle, right? Ah, uh, oh, dude, that's amazing. That's always well, my favorite, Chris. Um, thank you for continuing to do what you do, delivering the produce to the grocery stores, so that we as consumers can continue to eat yeah, and try to eat as healthy as possible. Um, oh. Thank you for for risking your safety and your health for doing the job that you do. And uh, you know, thank you for listening to the Ronza Mocha Show whenever you pass through the city. Hey, that's what you're the only station to listen to. You're the man. Thanks so much, brother. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, sorry, sorry, whoa. sorry, sorry. Two sorry, things. Sorry, Number yeah. one, give us a tug on that horn. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, between Ross and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, man. See, I'm originally from London, Ontario, too, so I got to go with Mocha on this one. Oh, yeah, because that makes sense. Jeez, man. Listen, okay, people are just straight up lying now. Like, that's people are just straight up lying as to why they like you better. I will not stand for this any longer. (laughs) Later, dude. See you, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Add Calgary Stampede to the list of things that are just canceled. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> that sucks. You know, did you ever go when you were there? You know what's so funny is when I lived in Calgary, yeah. I moved there after Stampede happened. Yeah. And I moved back to Toronto before Stampede started the following oh, so year. So you weren't in Calgary very long. Huh? I was there eight months. That's it. Yeah. Wow. I lived there uh from the Labor Day long weekend yeah. until like June, like right before the That's stampede it, was huh? to start. Yeah. So you didn't and when I got there, no, everyone stuff. was like, nah. everyone was like, oh man, you were gonna love. I even went. We went. Some coworkers and I went up to Banff. Yeah. For the day, or yeah, for the day, and uh, and they were like getting me all hype because we went to the, like some store that had like cowboy hats and boots and stuff, and I was yeah. trying stuff on. Come on. Yeah. And no, I was like, were you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. And I was like, yo, I'm gonna get into the stampede. I'm gonna be a real. You know, real resident, real resident of Calgary here. Yeah, that's too bad. I didn't uh, get some high waisted jeans. You didn't get a chance to experience all that Stampede has to offer. Oh man, did you see that meme where it's like, um, I don't know what I'm going to get the wording for you. Hold on, I've saved it on my phone because when I'm in a, is it like messed up? No, when I'm in a bad mood, I just go and I look at it. It makes me laugh. It's just it's a picture of a guy, yeah, with who's like super buff. And uh, his jeans are pulled up so high, like so high, like higher than belly button. Oh, way higher than belly button, like but, chest. Yeah, but look what it look what the look what they they wrote at the top though. Okay. Always practice good hygiene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's so good. Always practice good hygiene. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God, jeans used to be super high now that you talk about Calgary Stampede and stuff like that. Like back in the day, back in the day, I used to, jeans, I, I was so... Like I, I wanted low rise jeans uh-huh. before low rise jeans were even a thing. Uh-huh. 
right? So I remember taking jeans, like I would go and buy jeans, yeah. right? And if you, are you wearing jeans right now? I am. What do you got on right now? You're not wearing track pants today like no. yesterday? I wasn't wearing track pants I'm, no, yesterday. I'm joking, I'm joking. Well, I'm tro- I was just hell, trolling, man? I was trolling. I was just trolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny because nobody really knows. <laughs> Um, so so here's what I would do. So I would I was so I needed like low rise jeans, right? Yeah. So you know where your belt loops are, right? Yeah. So you know that big band that that band of denim like right here where your belt loops are. Yeah. Right? So I would buy jeans, I would remove all the belt loops. Okay. I would I would unstitch all the belt loops and keep them off to the side. Uh-huh. Then I would take this whole band of denim that yeah. sat underneath the belt loops and I would cut it off underneath. What? So I would take it almost two inches off the jeans. Yeah. I would cut it all the way off and then I would re-sew the top so it didn't fray. Then I would take all my belt loops and sew them back on lower on the jeans without using the top thing. So I would drop my jean, the, the, like the, the waist height of my jeans, by about two inches because I wanted uh, like low-rise jeans. Did you... Are you saying that you're like the inventor of low-rise jeans? I'm not the inventor of low-rise jeans, but I was one of the first. Wow. Like, I, like okay, okay. I, I may be... I'm sure there are people in this world where I was the first person they ever saw with the size of their underpants. <laughs> with what? You know? With what? You know when ladies used to pull the sides of their thong up? Yeah. <laughs> so you could see it. That was so like you, a look. Yeah, so you would right? pull that your thong like, up? I was trying to say that, but I couldn't do it with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yeah, it's this is the weekend to like get in the garden... Plant something. Go do some curbside pickup somewhere. Grab some seed. Little bag of dirt. We've grab been doing, any old pot and bowl in your house, and just go outside and plant something, man. We've been doing a lot of um, ordering from like local businesses yeah. in our area. Yeah, we live up in Aurora, so we've been doing a lot of that lately. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Doing the curbside pickup. A lot of places have been um, putting together like meal. Some of their their items they'll put. The ingredients together for you, and then you just make the food at home. Yeah, right. I know that's really great. I know. So we're doing that a lot. Yeah, but does it, is it the same though? Because that's what I worry about. I really appreciate because I know we did this story a couple of weeks ago where there was that pizza place in Parkdale. Yeah, that was doing a build your own pizza during March break, where they would just give you the dough, the cheese, the sauce, and the pepperoni in the pizza box, and you bring it home and you make it with your kids. So that's what we did the other night. Yeah, so that's amazing, but. With other things, with other restaurants getting into this, like whether it's a burger or a steak or whatever it is, I just worry that even though these are not complicated things to make, uh-huh. that you still might be disappointed because it just doesn't have that, you know, flair to it. I know. Right? Like with the pizza that we made the other night, like just stretching out the toe. Like one side of it, you know, kind of lopsided, right? Yeah. So one side of it had a little too much dough. Yeah, right. So, once it, so you had one side that was super, super thin. Yeah. And then the other side, once it, the dough started to rise, it was like a, it looked like a loaf of bread. Right. On one side of the pizza. <laughs> Uh, but I guess that's part uh, of the charm, though, right? Yeah, like, completely. And, and I, I really do. I, I love the idea of people selling their sort of signature things that 
otherwise they would never do that and just letting people go home and ruin it yeah. like I love it I, I love the I, I love the idea of that but the thing is like chefs know how to cut cilantro or cut things well, that, properly the- and I try and make these things at home like I was following along a recipe that a restaurant posted online and I'll tell you I don't know how to cut cilantro very well so it's it just looks like somebody went through my burger with a weed whacker all you gotta do why did you put cilantro on a burger I don't know it came on top like I guess between bun and meat there was a bit of cilantro really yeah it's yeah, a weirdo burger but okay <laughs> uh, just use scissors yeah. That's really true. yeah just use scissors if you're worried about it if you're worried about crushing it and kind of because if you cut it too hard it will the, the like they'll almost wilt immediately right like it'll start to the they'll start to get wet and turn black just cut it with scissors and what about just, onions scissors no, just use a knife. Oh, see? <laughs> yes, a scissors. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Scissors. <laughs> super easy. Yes, scissors. Now, what I do sometimes with an onion is if I don't have a knife handy, um, can you? is that you just take the onion in one hand, right? And just take a spoon and honestly just jam the spoon in it and just start digging out from the middle. Oh, like, uh, what do you call it? Melon balling. Like a melon, yeah, melon ball the onion. Yeah, that's fine. That works too. Why not? I mean, at the end of the day, when you cook it, it gets all soft and mushy anyway. (laughs) Like if you're sautéing a gas. (laughs) Or why don't you just take the whole onion, put it right (laughs) there, and cut it later. Yeah, actually microwave it. Then all your problems are just... That's so gross. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. When we were talking a second ago about cooking at home and Dan Mori was asking how to cut a onion. Yeah. And we've talked <laughs> about this before on the show because somebody texted us at 925 and said, so nobody now points out how Ross says onion. It's onion, not onion. Oh, shut up. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up? What? And you even say shut up wrong. And listen, okay. Well, I've it's I I I don't know why I say it like that. I just always have. Did your mom say it like that? I don't know. You asked Did your her. dad ever say it like that? I don't remember. What Did your brother Ka- say it like that? I don't know. What does Catherine think? She's never said it anything to me before. She must roll her eyes at that. No. What are you talking about? Why, why would she why, roll why, her eyes? Why would she roll her eyes? Like, <laughs> That's so hostile. Because of the way the man says a, uh, <laughs> the name of a food, like she'll quietly just be like, <sighs> no. Listen, don't no. bring Listen, first the negative all, energy that you have in that condo here, yeah, bro. Yeah, first of all, Maury, you, as somebody who says most words incorrectly, you <laughs> have no leg to stand on when it comes to the way that oh. I say onion. Speaking of, there's a video, an amazing video that Kayla from Kiss 925 posted on the Kiss Social about who we're thankful for. Right. I didn't realize I spelt several words wrong on my sheet. <laughs> What did you write? Well, I wanted to say thank you for staying at home. I'm grateful for you staying at home. Right. And I spelt stay wrong. How do you spell stay wrong? <laughs> S-A-T-A-Y. Satay. Oh. <laughs> I'm happy that you satay at home? Yeah. I guess ha- in the right context. Uh-huh. Yeah. And grateful with two L's apparently right. is not right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jeez, man. And you posted that? No, no, she did. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Publicly funded schools, so the public schools in Ontario closed until May 31st. So they've extended that a little bit. Damn. Right? Yeah. We're not even out of April yet, and they've already written off May. It's not looking good. Or it's looking great. Hey, here's what I wanted to know. Okay. Okay. We've been in self-isolation and homeschooling now for how long? 
Uh, How many weeks? So the lockdown. Six ju- weeks? It's been a month and a bit. Yeah. About six weeks now. Six weeks, right? Yeah. Here's what I want to know from parents. Okay. Okay. You can text us in right now. 925 by the way. How many people have a kid that woke up and said that they were too sick to go to school today? Because I'm guessing zero because I have it like kids, like when they're not feeling like even just a little bit not right, they'll do the, I'm too sick to go to school today. Yeah. Right. I think that all stopped. I think that whole racket stopped once we got into self-isolation. Because all of a sudden, they're like, yes, you're going weeks on end with them feeling great because they're at home now. So if they say I'm too sick, I don't want to do my schoolwork. You're at home. That also means you're too sick. There's a lot of cool stuff you don't get to do either. True. Right. So I don't think there's any kid right now saying I'm too sick to be homeschooled today. I don't think yeah. any kid is trying to pull that. That means you're too sick, sick for Xbox. <laughs> yes, it that does. That means you're too sick for PS4. That means you're too sick for chips. That means you're too sick for chocolate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if any kid has woke up and said, I'm too sick to be homeschooled today. Because they know that's a dangerous move. It's a very dangerous yeah. move. I'm too sick that I can't log on to... <laughs> yeah, I'm too sick for Netflix. <laughs> no, to log oh. on for my class. Right, yes. Right? I'm too sick oh, for Zoom. But you're not too sick to log on to Netflix. That's the whole thing, right? Is that you can't say you're too sick for Zoom and yeah. then sit and watch Netflix instead. I know. It's the same amount of energy, right? Like you, you, you yes, can't do yeah. it. No kid. Six weeks. I don't think we've had one sick day from one kid. I want to know if anyone tried it. Yeah, I don't know. Right? Like I don't, it's a tough move. It. It's and a tough was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get your ass on that computer. <laughs> Maybe if you, do your work. May, if you tried it and were successful, let us know how you did it because I'm very curious. 925 <laughs> Please do. Please do. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello? Rick. Yeah. Happy birthday, dude. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, jeepers. How you doing, bro? <laughs> Good, good. <laughs> Did we wake you? <laughs> no, I was up already. Oh, okay. Uh, Avery sent us a note saying that uh, it's your birthday today. Aha. Uh-huh. And that you can't leave the house. It's just you and your wife. Yes, it is. How's that going? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good or like good? Well, she hasn't uh, showed up with a gun yet, so I'm so far pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. What have you done to piss her off though so far? Uh, eat her chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Was that like a chocolate bar she was saving for a specific day? Yeah, yeah. See, when I go buy a chocolate bar, I eat it the same day, but she keeps it for like a few weeks. Oh, um, right. Eventually, it becomes a open game, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the and what's the statute of limitations on that? Like, if somebody. If your partner goes out and buys something delicious, but only one of them, and they keep it in the cupboard or the fridge or wherever it is, and they don't eat it right away, like what's the what? When is the okay time for you to to get in on that? Where maybe you start thinking they don't want it anymore. Maybe three weeks. Maury's, I'd say three weeks. How long do you say, Maury? Mm-hmm. One week mm-hmm. says Maury. Maury said one week. How long did you wait, Rick? I say four days. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now here's the thing, though, Rick. Did you tell your wife that you were going to eat the chocolate bar, or did you just take it, eat it, and then you told her after, or did you not say anything at all, and then she went looking for it? 
Oh, I don't tell her no. Oh, no, yeah, no. no, it's missing. It's still missing. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so what do you got planned for today other than staying indoors? Actually, I'm going to be uh, working a little bit on a job site for a bit. Uh, I'm a little bit isolated, and I can still work with uh, all these rules. Yeah, right. But I'll be uh, finished by, by lunchtime. So after that, I hope to go for a bit of a motorcycle ride, and that's about it. Nice. All right. Well, yeah, uh, much love to you. We heard from Avery that you were the one that introduced uh, the Raza Mocha show. Yes. To your entire family. So thank you very much for that. You betcha. How long have you been listening to the show for? Well, we moved to Toronto uh, pretty much three years ago. Oh, okay. Where'd you guys move from? Manitoba. Manitoba. Oh, yeah. Anytime, anytime I hear you guys talk about uh, the weather, uh, you guys have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, really? It's bad in Manitoba? Yeah, bro. I mean, I know. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Like, I lived in Calgary for like less than a year, and I got the uh, the most brutal winter I've ever gone through in my entire life. Calgary's probably just as bad or maybe even a bit worse. Uh, than Manitoba? Uh, they have they have a longer winter than we do. Oh, okay. It's very, it's very close to the same for for the harshness. So how do you like living in uh, in Toronto? Oh, I love it. Yeah, do you miss Manitoba at all or no? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, grew, I grew up in a small, a small town there, about uh, 12,000 people of uh, population. Yeah. And uh, so that's a big adjustment to get to the big city here because what is there, like six, seven million people in the GTA? Yeah, that's like me. I grew up in the town I grew up. When I lived there, there was maybe, I think like 15,000 maybe something like that and that was all of it like rural areas everything else like it was uh, it was tiny yeah so I'm with you on that yeah well Rick happy birthday thank you very much for listening to the Razamoga show we hope you have a wicked wicked day you stay safe out there thank you you guys too and uh, between Razamoga who's your favorite Raz oh (laughs) right of course (laughs) the thief likes me best (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday Rick This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What a day yesterday. Yesterday was beautiful too. It it's was, uh, it's so needed and it's only going to become more difficult with everybody trying to stay inside. I know. Because if you don't live in this city, it's a little bit different. You open your front door, you sit on your stoop, everything else. But there's so many people that live in condos in this city that don't have access to a balcony or any outdoor space. Mm-hmm. It's tough. And as I get soon it. as that sunshine hits, man, oof. Because you're like, ah, let me just go walk. I'm just going to go walk one block and, and you get to the end of that block and you're like, yeah. ah, let me just do two blocks. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. And it's also the idea that you have to stay six feet away from somebody or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, you can't stretch your arms out each way six feet, right? You're only about halfway at that point, max, depending on how tall you are. Yeah, and that's like a foot, right? And imagine just everybody walking around trying to trying to do half the distance, with like walking around with your arms straight out at your sides, it's impossible, dude. Nobody, nobody cared about any of this yesterday. I was down by Harbor Front and it was packed. People were playing catch. People were wrestling their dogs. Nobody knew there was a pandemic. Really? Jeez. So, Did you say anything? What's that? Did you say anything? Snitch? No, I just said to Matthew, I'm like, maybe we should move it along. Yeah, yeah, maybe you should. But you know what, though? Yeah. Like you're looking at everybody else saying that everybody else is no, looking I'm allowed at you. To be, I'm allowed to be out there because walking your dog is allowed. No, I know that, but you're playing catch is not. Yo, did you see in Spain? So it's still in lockdown, right? Yeah. 
And you're allowed to be out, like walking your dog or whatever. Sure. But what people are doing is because they're so desperate <laughs> to get outside. Yeah. People are getting, one person got a ticket because he was caught outside walking <laughs> his pet fish. <laughs> he was holding the fish bowl. <laughs> and somebody else, was, I don't know if they were given a ticket or they were giving a warning <laughs> for walking their toy pet dog. <laughs> that's like, that's like, you remember when, remember when the HOV lanes first showed up here? Oh, and yeah. And people were driving around with mannequins and blow-up dolls in the front seat? Yeah, during the Pan Am games. I remember that. It's the best. That's the best. I know. Yeah, people are desperate, but you're right. Like, you know, the weather's getting better. As we said, <laughs> Saturday's going to be like fish. 17 degrees. Yeah. Guaranteed people are going to be outside. I know. I'm going to buy fish. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Tyler. It's Ron Zamoka. How's going, guys? What's going on, man? Not much. Just working. I hear you. All right, you wrote us this. Uh, Dear Ron Zamoka, fix my life. I've been dating my girlfriend for four years, and now we live together. Uh, I was laid off from my dream job and had to get an essential job to pay the bills. She has two kids, and every other weekend, they go to their grandparents, even though I've asked multiple times not to take them and have refused to drive them myself. She still takes them, even during the pandemic, and says that if her mom gets COVID, it's going to be my fault because you were work and then she tells me that you should just quit your job so there's no risk what should i do they're not my kids quote unquote but they're all still my responsibility that's a tough situation man yeah you're telling me buddy sounds sounds like you got some work to do on that relationship of yours yeah before covid before all of this did you and your girlfriend fight a lot about other things no no not really oh okay it's just it's weird to me that she would she's going right to that if the if the grandmother gets covid that it's your fault well it's just because like what i do for a living uh-huh. is like i'm a curbside garbage man so i'm dealing with like garbage bags and all that sure. every day yeah and before i was like in the film and industry so i wasn't like too much away but now that's all shut down so i had to jump back into this and now she's all like you could have just took the two grand stayed at home but like it's not enough to pay the bills right yeah you got to do what you got to do man i understand I like understand how that. Uh, once that two grand runs out like how else are you supposed to make money for the for the house yeah exactly like there's rent to pay car payments all that right so right. I no, but what's what her to answer do. to that like if you quit like that two thousand dollars <laughs> is only gonna go so far yeah i know but she has a little bit of money, but like in the end, I don't want to start going in debt just uh, no, so waiting and, for and this. Nobody to does. Over. Nobody does. Now, do the grandparents, so they're her parents, right? Yeah. Are her parents still going out or are they staying in? Um, well, they used to, um, her mom used to come over all the time when we were both working. Yeah. So they'd see their grandma all the time. Now it's like, Firstly, it was like three weeks and they were crying. They want to see her. They want to see her. So she's like, okay. They went and saw him for like a couple of days and all that. Mm. But now it's like, because they don't see him all the time, they want to go. And she's all like, yeah, come here. But like, I won't go there. So it's like, we have to drive them there. And there's all the precautions. One of the things that really hasn't been played out during all of the pandemic and COVID is what this is doing to people who sort of share custody Mm -hmm. or or ship kids around, uh, which is a huge problem for a lot of people. And what are the rules for that? Because technically, you really shouldn't be doing that. And... She knows that she's breaking the rules, but yet the blame if something happens is on you, and that ain't right. Is there a compromise? Like, how old are the kids? Uh, Eight and six. So they understand why the world is the way it is right now. 
to a certain degree. Yeah, right? a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But they understand social distancing. You're not supposed to see, touch, be near other people, right? Yeah. So is there a compromise that could happen where maybe your girlfriend could take them to the grandparents' place, but as we've told people in the past, stand on the sidewalk while the grandparents stand at the window and maybe hop on a phone and talk that way? Yeah, like we've tried it. Like they've had video calls with them like during movie night and all that, had like a video play movie night and all that. Why do the kids go to the grandparents every other weekend? It's just because they, they've been in their life since like day one. Like they've but, always been there and they just love them so much. And they, you go to grandma's house, you always get a little bit spoiled than you would at home. So okay. they just love to go see them and hang out. Sure. We all love to see people and hang out, but we can't do that right now. Yeah. Right. Like even with my mom, like she's upset. She hasn't seen me. Can't give me a hug. Everybody's like, every, even what dude, I do, right? We're all upset. We're all upset. I haven't seen my folks since January. Yeah. And our toddler, our three-year-old, he, you know, asks for his grandparents, his aunts, his uncle. Like, he asks for everybody and, like, wants to see the people that he normally sees. And he can't. And it's been that way because we are following the rules. Sometimes you just have to follow the rules. Yeah. Uh, Mocha asked yeah. Mocha asked a really great question, which was, is there a way to sort of compromise and bring them over where they can say hello? But but my, my question is, is your girlfriend even willing to compromise? Yeah, like she, she's because it's lasting a lot longer. She's like trying to like tell them no, but they get upset. So I think if anything, we're going to have to say like, we can go see her. We can like talk to her, but we can't hug her, get close enough and just like hang out maybe in the parking lot for like an hour or two every other week. I think that you have to just talk to her about the absolute importance of this, because I know a lot of people think that they're all happy. Oh my God. It's so great that everybody's at home. Everybody's doing their part, everything else. But when it comes to me in my life, yes, yeah, screw it. You know what I mean? I'm just going to yeah. the kids of the ground parents house what's the worst that can happen uh, and we can't live like that right now you know, we can't live like that right now and you gotta play by the rules and i know that everybody says uh, you know we're all in this together and every, but this is where that applies man like this is where you guys have to get serious about this you can't be carting the kids back and forth when you're still out working you know and you pick up trash for a living man you think people wash the garbage before they bring it to the curb that's the, uh, one, yeah, that, that's, the that's the one thing we don't <laughs> wash before we hand it off to somebody else mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and, and you guys just, yeah, you have to, and I don't know how you do this or how you have this conversation, but the, the importance of what is happening right now and your roles in this and the protection of the grandparents, because this thing rips through old people like crazy, man, uh, that you guys have to just stop this now. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, man. All, All right, right, brother. All right, guys. Stay safe out there. And uh, thank you for doing what you're doing, man. Oh, thank you guys for keeping me entertained all day. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. How was your weekend? How was the, the boy's birthday? Uh, it was good. What'd you do? Um, we just loaded his day with activities. Yeah. Um, three. Th he turned three, three right? He's three yeah. years old okay. now. Our son, Cruz. Friday was his birthday. Uh, got him a bike. Did got you? Him a bunch, yeah, and he loves Hot Wheels, so we got him a bunch of Hot Wheels stuff. So talk to me about the bike here, because this is a... Was... I don't want to say conflict in our house, but it was heavy discussion in our house about how to properly introduce a bike to the kid. So prior to the bike that we have for him now, we had another one that was way smaller and had a long handle on the back of it that last year he would go on and it had pedals. Yeah. He didn't know, obviously, and didn't have the strength to push on the pedal, so we would push him. But he understood 
that it was a bike and it had handles and it had pedals and, you know, the pedals move, right? So his right. feet were moving, but he wasn't making the actual movements. Yeah. And he would see bikes on TV and stuff, some of his shows that he likes. Um, so we got him a, a little bike with training wheels. Mm-hmm. And so he knows like all weekend he's been practicing getting on and off the bike. Right. And he's trying, dude, so hard to push on the pedals. Yeah. Like he understands get what that leg he has strength. to do. Yeah. Yeah. So he's been trying so hard and, and we've been helping him out. It's The bike is still in the house. We took it outside like once on Saturday. Right. And he had like no interest in the bike at the end. No. He just wanted to play other stuff. Because the, the, the discussion that we had was training wheels or no training wheels. Yeah. And my, my plan was to do, to do this, which was to get a three-wheeled scooter. Yeah. Right? Which we did get. So two wheels on the front, one wheel on the back with yep. a little handlebar, just like a little razor scooter, right? Yeah. But only two wheels on the front, one on the back. Uh, because the balance is the same on a scooter as it is on a bike. Yeah. And then I wanted to go to a glider, which is basically like a bike with no pedals. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. That they, they just run, uh-huh. right? You run like the Flintstones, and yeah. then you just lift your legs off the ground. Yeah. And then you sort of coast, and you can work the handlebars because the balance is the same. Where Catherine and I had the, had the disagreement was when it came to training wheels mm-hmm. because I was vehemently against training wheels. Why? Because training wheels, when you're on a bike that has training wheels on it, yeah. when you turn, you lean the other way. So as soon as the training wheels come off, you have to retrain your brain because when the training wheels come off and you turn, you have to lean the opposite way that you did when you had training wheels on it. Oh, so, okay. so, yeah, yeah. so when a kid learns how to ride a bike with training wheels on it, when you watch them turn, they lean opposite of the turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? I see, I see, yeah. But when you're on a bike... And you turn, you lean into the turn. Yeah. So when you take the training wheels off in a kid's head, they still lean out of the turn. And so you actually have to retrain their brain on how to operate the bike once the training wheels oh, come trust off. trust me. Well, the way he's been running around the house yeah. with his bike, yeah. right? And smashing into walls and stuff. Right. I'm so happy we have the training <laughs> wheels on him still. Even if he's just running right beside the so bike. When we, so when I got Roxy her first bike, I took the pedals off. Uh-huh. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, no pedals. Because I was like, you're just going to learn how to glide on it. So she had a bike forever with no pedals on it. Oh, wow. That's so she could learn her balance uh-huh. without, without pedaling. Yeah. So she would just run with her feet and then just like lift her feet up. And then she just got used to it with no pedals. And then she got pissy when I put the pedals back on. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, what are these things hit me in the shin? Thanks, Dad. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Shanna, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. good. So, Shanna, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my life. My friend is having a baby, and her C-section is scheduled on May 4th. This is her third child. She told me that I'm the godmother, and she wants me to cut the cord. I haven't been around any friends or family with babies, so I didn't really know what a baby delivery entails, except what I've seen from Teen Mom. I thought she just needs me for a few hours during the delivery and then I could go back to work. She got mad at me because I'm supposed to be there for three whole days. She's especially upset because I said I'm not doing her hair before the birth since it's a pandemic and I'm limiting my contact with people. Should I accept this friendship has ended since she doesn't want to talk to me or keep on trying to talk to her? Wow. There is a lot of information in today's FML. 
first of all, are you even allowed to be in the delivery room during a everything that's going on? No, not even with that, but with COVID and them limiting uh, contact from the outside world inside of a, a place like a hospital, especially an operating room. Okay, so that's what I thought, but I checked online and she said that you're only allowed one support person. Okay. Okay, so how did you wind up her one support person? Okay, so her fiancé is in the islands, and he can't obviously come up because of COVID-19. Okay. And her mom is taking care of her other kids. So she has, like, no other support in her life, which is why she's she's asking you. I mean, like, she mentioned that, like, she has someone else that can be there at night. Yeah. So I was like, can I switch? Uh, it doesn't sound like you want to have you, anything to do with any of this. Okay, I think it's mostly because, like, I was prepared to just do, like, the C-section. And then when she said, like, oh, I need you there to, like, help me take care of the baby, I was like, whoa, okay. I don't do babies. Okay. Like, <laughs> and I can't... Okay. okay, hold on a second. I'm just going to... Shanna, I'm going to stop you for one second, okay? <laughs> you, you need to have a conversation with your friend because... Uh, when somebody asks you to be the godparent of their kid, it's generally not a privilege or an honor that is bestowed on somebody who says, I don't do babies. <laughs> I mean, I tried to call her. She doesn't want to talk to me. Like, I tried to talk to her. I was like, can we just have a phone conversation about this? And like, I didn't actually tell her I don't do babies. Okay, do you do you want to do this? Okay, I was mentally prepared to cut the cord. Right. And be there for a few hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it yeah. sounds to us like you just don't want, outside of cutting the cord, you don't want to have anything to do with the process early on. I'm also finding it very difficult for somebody who says, I don't do babies, where the one thing you're willing to do is cut the cord. I mean, because... Like, she mentioned this, like, in the beginning, like, oh, if anything, you need to cut the cord. And I was like, okay, so, you know, like, you have months to prepare for this. Uh-huh. Right. Well, like, what, are you, okay. what, are you, what are you practicing on? I, I mean, not practicing, uh-huh. but, like, uh-huh. like, I've imagined it. I was like, okay. Because, no, because afterwards, like, I was thinking, like, oh, my God, like, what if I kill the baby? Like, what if I drop the <laughs> yeah. head? Like, what if I fall? Yeah. And I was like, I, and then I'm starting, I'm like, okay, I was told I have a bit of anxiety because, like, you may want me to help you take care of your baby in a hospital and I don't really know how to. Is this person your best friend? Like, I don't see her that often. (laughs) So the answer is no. Okay, so this is, you're you're not her best friend. Do you want to be the godmother what when what does that entail when she says i want you to be the godmother what is she expecting from you long term you know i never asked <laughs> oh but you said yes i mean i was just guessing like you know i'll be there for like all special moments and like give gifts and like okay. summertime barbecues and birthdays and that's it like, yeah okay. yeah you 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 don't want this job you you don't want to be there you can't you don't want to do three days you barely want to cut the cord. First of all, I didn't even cut the cord when my kid was born. I find it weird. And you said you want to go back to work in a time of a pandemic where everyone's on lockdown and oh. supposed to be at home. Oh, no, I work from home. Yeah, oh, she just wants okay. to go back home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you, you don't want to do this. I think that you need to have the conversation with your friend and just let her know maybe you're not the person she 
is looking for. Yeah. You're not the person she needs to get her through all this. You're not willing to commit to three days, all the responsibility, the taking care of the kid for her. Like, you're just not into it. Like, I told her, I was like, I don't know if I'm the best person for this job. And I sent her through text. Mm -hmm. And she, like, sent me, like, a 10-page letter through text. Like, it just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And after a while, I was like, okay, I can't read this whole thing. Like, we should just talk. <laughs> okay. So, and I told him, like, you're going you're gonna to get me upset if I continue reading this. So, like, so I called her, and then she's like, I'm on the phone with my baby father, and it's a long-distance call. <laughs> Oh my okay. God! Yeah. Okay, you're not. Y'all don't need each other in each other's lives. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. So here's what you're gonna do: you got to call your friend and tell her that, that that this is this is not for you, and that this isn't going to work out. You wish her well. Uh, hopefully, she'll have another friend that can step in and do this. But you are not going to be able to fulfill any of the commitments that she is hoping you, as a friend, are going to be able to fulfill. Okay. Yeah, because you can't go in and just like snip and dip. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, you can't cut your friend's baby's cord for the gram. <laughs> okay. Does that help? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Shanna. I love you. Okay. Wait, are you going to ask me? Okay. Between uh -huh. Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay, okay, okay. I've practiced this. Oh, you practiced so, this? We can't practice yes. cutting the cord. <laughs> okay. So for one, I have to say that I'm Guyanese. I was born there, and then from Guyana, I moved up to Scarborough. Gee, I know where this is going. My favorite is Roz. Oh, wow. Bro, what the hell? You turning on your own people? Wow. <laughs> Hands down, you're the best. Wow, thank you. I will take this win. You're welcome. You yeah. won't even help okay. a friend out with that baby. <laughs> you're terrible. You're a terrible Guyanese person. <laughs> All right, Shanna. You have a great you have a great life, okay? <laughs> Later, girl. Bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Niall Horan did a uh, podcast with Cobra Puma Golf. What? Everybody's doing podcasts. Anybody who's got a podcast, they're lining up like A-list guests right now because everybody's just sitting around going crazy. You ask, way, any, you ask anybody to do your podcast, they're going to say yes. A uh, new episode of the Ronza Mocha Show podcast will drop tomorrow morning at 8. What's tomorrow? It's going to be May. <laughs> Never heard that before. <laughs> That's awesome. God, you're fast. <laughs> <laughs> My wife doesn't think so. <laughs> Marty's in there biting his lips so hard. <laughs> so right. hard. So, uh, so Niall Horn, where were we? Uh, yeah, so uh, the big talk is the 10-year anniversary of 1D. And over the last couple of weeks, a couple of the guys have dropped some major hints that there will be something uh, reunion-related. Now, what that looks like, who the heck knows? Whether it's them sitting around on Zoom talking about the good old days. Will Zane be involved? Will it be obviously not a tour, but will there be some sort of performance? Would there be a new song? Uh, but this is Niall Horan. Reunion. <laughs> I get asked this quite a lot. Like, so I've, got, I've got a good answer coming here. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, no, just uh, there's been obviously there's a lot of talk about it at the moment because it's like a ten year uh, the ten year anniversary of the band getting together is happening this this year. Um, Can you believe it's been ten years? Does it seem like it's been ten years, or does it seem like it's more? No, absolutely not. No, it's strange. It's just like, it's, I don't know. It feels like, sometimes it feels like it was yesterday. Other times it feels like it was 50 years ago. It's, it's strange. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot to talk about. But no, there's no, there's no 
reunion as as, as such. Um, we've yeah, we've just been talking a little bit more recently. Yeah. Oh, oh man, he's so like no he's full of crap. This guy's full of crap. Come on, nah, this guy's guys. this guy's nah, this guy's full of crap. I don't believe what he just said. This is him trying to put out the fires the other guy started on that other podcast. So what, did, didn't the other guy? Didn't the other guy say that it was Nile that? Uh, yeah, in that the group gave, chat that gave him trouble in the group chat. No, no it wasn't Liam. Liam right? Oh, okay, Liam gave trouble. You. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't, and, and and I think because maybe the conversation got a little bit out of hand, that people thinking maybe they were going to get together and do a new song, or they yeah. were going to get together and do some sort of performance. But I think maybe they had something else where they were just going to re- release a statement or do a nice video for fans, being like, "Hey, it's ten years." And then all of a sudden, they do that, and people start saying, "Well, that was a crap reunion. That's yeah. not what we all thought was going to happen." If you're going to so, do it, you got to do it right and do it right by the fans. But you have to sort. You got to put the fires out now because if what you were planning would not live up to expectations, yeah, you have to get on top of that now. You have to say hey listen no 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 no, there's nothing going on and that way if they do do anything Uh then fans will maybe be delighted to just sort of see them all back together again but i don't think there's going to be a song this is the Roz and mocha show podcast hello Roz and mocha good morning what's up who's this my name is lisa how are you guys doing during this quarantine period it's all right how are you doing i'm doing okay every time i think i'm in a routine i'm not in a routine what do you mean? Some days I have it figured out, and the next day it just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's normal, though. That's every day for everybody yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Aww. It's it's so funny. I've never felt more accountable with less responsibility. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, it totally does. You know what I mean? Completely. Like, yeah. Like I, because you have this freedom, and there's so much working from home. You really mm-hmm. you can do anything you you want, but you you almost want to justify the hours working from home more than you would in an office. Like if you go into an office, you're at least present in the building, uh, which counts for something. But unless you're producing constantly when you're at home, there's just this fear that somebody's going to think you're not doing anything. And yeah, you want to make sure you're productive all day yeah, long. <laughs> it's, it's it's really it's really wild. I've never had to fill hours like I do now. Uh, with the the way the quarantine has been going, Lisa, what's the one thing that you miss the absolute most that you can't wait to get back to uh, once this is all um, over? I, so I'm a kindergarten teacher for an independent school. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of taken a program and put it um, online for our classes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely miss that interaction with my kids. Um, and it's amazing how much like my husband, I still have my husband, which is great. Um, and I know there's some people who are, you know, they're completely alone. They don't have anyone in, um, their household. So I can't imagine living like that, but I definitely miss like the social part. I miss seeing my friends. I miss seeing other family members, hugging my parents, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yesterday was hard on kids. Yeah, because yeah. ye- yesterday they it was announced again that school was going to be pushed back until the yeah. end of, end of May, and yesterday was really tough on kids. There was a lot of kids yesterday having a really rough day. Yeah, really rough day. But at the same time, I count my blessings. I'm healthy. My family's healthy, so I try to keep that at the front line too. No, you have to. You, there's because there's, yeah. you have no choice, right? It, yeah. It's. I'll tell you. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna miss? What? There's a few things about all of this life right now that I'm that I'm gonna miss, and that I hope doesn't go away. And I'm just sort of starting to make the list of all those things now. One of the things that I'm going to miss that I hope sticks around is just people asking you if you need anything. Oh yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. like never in your life did anybody ever call and say, hey, man, I'm going to the LCBO. You need anything? Yeah. Ne- ne- you know what I mean? Never happens. I like that the LCBO was your example. But, I know. But you know I, thought, I thought you were going to say grocery store. So. Or, or, I'm going to the, or I'm going to the grocery store. I'm, how you, I'm going to go do a pick of a shopper's. Yeah. You need anything? Yeah. Like, you know, like how you doing on toothpaste and toilet paper and, and gin? You know, like like I'm doing I'm doing a run. Do you need anything? Because that we're, was... We're understanding your quarantine period a little bit more, Russ. Yeah, but that you know but people you never had that before and i and you get that a lot now just people offering to you know to just do those little things and i just hope that that is one of the thing that sticks around because even a gesture just like that and i'm not looking for anything for free i'm going to give you cash when you drop it off my stoop and i'll shoot you an email with some money whatever it is it's not about that it's just about the gesture and and top of mind is what it is and thinking about the needs of the other people in your life and on your team um, is so top of mind right now and i hope that that doesn't go away that's fair so Roz, i'll make sure to call in at least once a week when all this is over just to check in and see how your lcbo stash is doing at I, home i would love that if you want to do a <laughs> run for it's me always, it's always on low hey listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen girl if Apparently. you want to you do a run for me <laughs> i would be happy to accept <laughs> Hey, Lisa, thanks you so much for calling in today. Uh, we love that you get a chance to listen whenever you get a chance I, to listen. If it's a few to you, I want to give a big... My husband is still working uh-huh. through all this. Um, and you guys have really lifted his spirits while uh-huh. he's working all day long. Um, so I just wanted to give a big happy birthday to him and tell him how much I love him, um, especially on his favorite radio show. Oh, what's his name? His name's Craig. Craig. All right, Craig, yo, happy birthday, dog. We appreciate you. And Lisa, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, it's always a tough question. Um, okay, can I answer for my husband, too? It's not allowed. Yeah, you no. can't. No. No, no, no proxy <laughs> votes. Mocha, I love you, but my vote is Roz, and I know Craig's vote is Mocha. Okay, hey, listen, shut up, Craig. <laughs> Nobody asked. Yo, you know what? Because it's Craig's birthday, no yeah. one counts. Shut up! <laughs> This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Ah, uh, yes. I don't know if you heard about this, Roz. Oh, let me let this kick in. What is this? No chance. That's what you got. You like it? This is the uh, theme song for Vince McMahon, WWE. It's a little rap rocky. It's never my favorite genre. Did you hear this crazy rumor? No, what? That apparently the WWE is negotiating to be sold to ESPN and Fox. Really? I can't see that happening. But not a majority of it. Like McMahon is still going to run it. He's just looking for people to come in and bail him out because he didn't. He paid so much for the XFL with WWE money, which I believe was misleading because he said that there was no WWE money in XFL. It was all WWE money, though. No, there's a difference. No, there's a difference between McMahon money and WWE money, right? Let me read this to you. Vince McMahon has reportedly been in a very bad mood as of late. The combination of the XFL folding, as you just mentioned, WrestleMania not going as planned, and the general pandemic has led to a very cranky Vince. (laughs) Sounds terrible. 
It really is. <laughs> a lot of the theme songs for WWE are pretty bad. Yeah. There's some classics. Don't get me wrong. So what happens if they sell WWE? Well, it's WWE and the network, right? And if you buy all of that, then you get the entire library, of course. Right, you get the catalog. Not just WWE, but everything else that they own, right? All the WCW stuff, all the independent stuff from smaller companies that they've bought over the years. Yeah. All that footage. You just just want the licensing, that's all. Uh, But it's going to be tough because... So Monday Night Raw airs on one network... Uh, on a USA Network, and then on Fridays, SmackDown airs on Fox, but then their pay-per-views also run on the actual WWE Network. Yeah, so they'd figure all that out. They would have to figure everything, all the working parts out, but um, I don't know how much truth there is. Like I said, it's just a rumor right now. So is it because they're in such financial crisis? I believe so. Or does he just want out? Uh, there's no, if we weren't in the situation that we're in right now, and if yeah. the XFL didn't fold the way it did, yeah. I think it would be a, a very different world yeah. for the WWE. Interesting. But the does that, does that worry you as a fan? Just uh, even even the idea that it may look different, it may sort of change. As because, long as they don't change it too, too much. Yeah, you don't know that though. Right? Right? You don't know. The only difference, the only thing that I would hope, which we don't get in Canada with the WWE Network, mm-hmm. is the library that you get from the WWE Network in the States. Why? It's very different. Isn't it the same? Why it is should it so- be. I have no idea. Uh, like, in the it, States... Is, is it because the cable companies up here own so much of their own catalog from old deals that the WWE made with them? Maybe. Maybe. Is it like a TSN, Sportsnet kind of thing where they own... A- could be. I don't know. Like, the dealings... Behind the scenes. Well, because that's just like, like, that's like Disney Plus, right? How Disney Plus, the catalog in Canada is different than the catalog in the States. How different though? I don't know how different. I've Uh, never looked into it. A lot of the, well, I mean, because the Disney Junior and and the deals that they have with those, with all those shows, they still get first run of all those programs before they hit Disney Plus in Canada. Right. Right? So it's just, and it's just the way it is. It's the same, it was the same thing with Netflix. Remember how terrible Netflix Canada used to be? Oh, right. Compared to the States. When they first came out, yeah. Yeah. It was because of all the it was because of all the deals. But they've got all that stuff worked out now. Some with Netflix, right? Some, yeah, some of it. But it'll be interesting to see what happens if the WWE uh, ends up going through with this. But the rumor is that they're in talks to be sold hmm. WWE plus the network to ESPN and or Fox. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, uh, today's Shem's birthday, by the way. Is it really? Yeah, happy hey, birthday, Shem. Shem, Shem works for the Roz and Mocha Show. Come on in, buddy. If you want to tweet him or uh, hit him up on IG, he checks his DMs frequently. (laughs) 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 At Shem. Shem also sounds a whole lot like Scott McGilvery, as we've learned over the years. How are you, Shem? I'm very well. How are you? Good. What's your plan as you're single, yeah? I am, yes. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know know if that hurts or not. I didn't want to bring you up and ruin your birthday. But what's, what's your, what would have been your birthday plan had you not been quarantining you know normally i don't celebrate my birthday um but i was really planning on you know now that i'm single planning yeah. on a little hot boy summer and yeah. uh <laughs> enjoy my enjoy the weekend a little bit i was gonna go out with some friends yeah um i have church on sunday so i was probably gonna party on friday <laughs> um, Man, but, how uh, hard are you gonna party on friday that you've already planned church for sunday <laughs> <laughs> i gotta ask for forgiveness you know what i mean Jeez. yeah uh but now because we're under quarantine i think i'm just gonna have a zoom party with some friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're all just going to jump on Zoom and we'll have a few drinks and uh, yeah. What day is that happening? Today. 
Today. Yeah, tonight. Oh, oh, tonight. tonight. That's nice. That's yeah, real nice. Yeah, we'll do that tonight. Um, we've been, a bunch of us have been on Saturday nights, have been getting on Zoom to do a happy hour, to do yeah. a cheers and everyone just oh, say what's yeah. up and how's everyone are you doing, check in, yeah. and then that's it. With it's what? real nice. With friends? Yeah, with friends. I don't have that kind of relationship with anybody. No? <laughs> no, I really oh. don't. Now that I think about it, yeah. I'm like, it could be my birthday today and I wouldn't be able to have like a Zoom party. Oh, dude, yeah. why not? No. You want to have one? No, I don't actually. I'm oh. quite happy. <laughs> <laughs> that was your way of being like, can somebody please invite me to a party? No. Do you want to join the Zoom party I have on, on or the Zoom meeting I have on I Saturday don't, I don't, night? I don't think I have the time. Um, Dude, want to join mine? No, <laughs> it's my birthday, man. Yeah, it's his birthday. You know you can't say no. I know, I know. I know. Listen, man, you I better send him the code, champ. <laughs> All right. Am I gonna have to party hard enough that I have to work church into the agenda yeah. as well? <laughs> you know what I mean? I gotta find a church open on Zoom. Oh no! Well, Happy birthday! How old are you? Do you say how old you are? Yeah, you absolutely, weird? thirty-three, man. Thirty-three. Yeah. All right. At Shem on Instagram and Twitter. S H E M. Happy and, birthday, bro! And are your DMs open on all platforms? All. Okay, guys. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, according to a new online shopping survey from Wallet Hub. Comfort buying is all the rage and people are admitting to spending more money on non-essential items than they did before self-isolation, which I find crazy. I'm spending way less money on things. I'm spending less money on things. Am I? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, the top seven things that people are spending money on exercise equipment, toys, electronics, beauty products, clothing, Alcohol at number two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And number one is entertainment. So I'm guessing that's like videos on demand sure. and ordering PS5 games. And we order a lot of stuff, stuff. Uh, from Amazon, a lot of stuff for our kid. Just yeah. try to keep them busy, like yeah. different things. Um, and then I add in, because we do all of our grocery, uh, we don't go in, into the store. I haven't been into yeah. an actual grocery store right. in since things started. Yeah. So it's all online. So I dip into the app and I'll add like a couple extra bags yeah, of things chips. Things are taking longer to show up. The shoes I bought haven't shown up Yes, yeah, some things are taking longer. Some things are not. I know we bought Roxy. Um, she got a, uh, a Would You Rather book that yeah. showed up in a couple of days. Aww. So we did that with her last night. Yeah. It's like, Would You Rather... Hold on here. What was the oh, one? I love Would You Rather. It was, it was Would You Rather Touch Your Grandfather's Sweaty Armpit... Or rub your grandmother's sweaty feet after she's been in the garden all day. Okay. They're like the perfect kid level would you rathers. Rub. Yes. Are we talking like a quick, like a slow well, one time rub? Or are we talking like. Of like what? The armpit like a, or the feet? Both. Both. Yeah. Well, no, it's, feet, it's when you touch, say rub. It's touch your Just grandfather's touch. sweaty armpit or, or rub your grandmother's feet after she's been in the garden. Which means all massage. Day. Like that means yes, massage. I would your feet. agree with you. Massage your feet. I'm. Can I, okay, I'll go. Go ahead. I'm going to say the armpit because it's less yeah. time. I would say armpit as well. There was another one that was, would you rather have a tiny tree grow in the middle of your forehead or a tiny <laughs> hand grow inside your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> what, like, does the hand come out every time you open your mouth? That I don't know. Yeah, it's just where, a hand how, in there. How's the hand placed? Let's say that the hand, let's say that the hand grew from okay. the, to the roof of your mouth. 
No, oh. see, no, I saw it coming out where like where your tongue is. No, 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 you and still I have a tongue. No, and like I have on top of okay. your tongue. Where in the hands, in the like the. And I have can control move. over the hand the way I have control over my tongue. <laughs> yes, yeah, but you would always have a little hand in there. Like it can or you'd have stuff. a little tree growing out of your forehead. I would pick a hand. To be honest, you would with you, yeah. really? Huh? What would you pick? <laughs> I don't know what I. The hand because birds and stuff know. will come after your forehead. I don't know. I yeah, don't, I'd pick the hand. I don't know. What if the hand had it? What if the hand like. What, was autonomous? No, it was autonomous. Oh. So, like, it, it, you had no control over the hand. Oh, give me the tree. <laughs> <laughs> give me, a, give us another one. I don't remember the other ones. Uh, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get rocks to record somewhere, something, something so like that. If she's, if she's into that. So, um, this little tiny hand inside my mouth, right? Yes, sir. My yes, mouth. yes. I'm trying to think what the purpose of that hand. What, like, what would you do with it? Yeah, like if I eat, I bite an apple, right? Yeah. Would that tiny little hand hold the apple in place? No way. It that would be in the though. middle of my mouth, though. Yeah. So what would it do? Like, what would the little hand do in there? Like, what would its purpose? Like, like, it, what would it do just, like, during the day? Like, what would it... What's what's its job, right? It would just hang out there. Yeah. Do I just cut its nails? See, my prom... Probably, yeah. Otherwise, it would scratch. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You know what? That would be <laughs> oh, great. So oh, my God. What? Hold on. Hold on okay, a okay, second. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on a second. Because that ew. thing would have a job, and it would be a full-time employee in my mouth just picking things out of my teeth. Oh, <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? Hand in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, apparently, The Bachelor is going to be doing a greatest hits show to fill the void of... The Bachelor not being on or The Bachelorette not being on. Uh, starting June 8th, Chris Harrison will host The Bachelor, the most unforgettable ever. That's what it's going to be called. It'll air three hours every Monday night for 10 weeks. Three hours? Featuring retrospectives on some of the best seasons, including updates on some of the contestants. ABC says, quote, we can't wait for Bachelor Nation to fall in love all over again as we take this wild journey down memory lane. So, I don't know. That's a commitment. Three hours? That's a lot of time, man. Uh, you know what I was thinking a lot about was the Friends reunion that's coming up because... For years, people have just been salivating to get the cast of Friends back together. And it seemed like an impossibility. And they were the ones really leading the charge and sort of setting the example of how difficult it would be to get big casts from big shows back together again. And so they made this deal with HBO Max. And I think they're all getting paid like one million plus to do this reunion where I guess they're just going to sit on stage and talk about Friends. Boring. But since quarantine has happened, reunions are now the thing. Josh Gad got the entire cast of the Goonies back together. Everybody, Parks and Rec is doing a reunion thing tonight. Oh, wow. So everybody's getting back together. Yeah. And um, the cast of Queers Folk is getting back together. They're doing a full reunion for charity. So by the end of this, the actual steam for that Friends reunion and how difficult it all was for everybody to do this and the money involved, I think it's going to lessen the Friends reunion, because that was the big one that everybody wanted. But now during quarantine, all these classic movies and classic shows, everybody's reuniting. And they're and doing wonderful. it in an easy way. And they're doing it in an easy way. And these people didn't have to be paid millions to the, do it. The coolest one, do you remember The Nanny with Fran Drescher? Yeah. They all got together, the whole cast on Zoom, and they did the script of the pilot episode on Zoom together. Yeah, it's incredible. The wow. Fresh Prince had a reunion the other night, Will Smith did one, where they started going through old episodes and playing clips, and oh. they were all talking 
talking about R.I.P. Uncle Phil. Right, yeah, R.I.P. Uncle Phil. But now we get to Friends, which is going to be on HBO. God knows when they're all going to get together and do that. And it took millions and upon millions of dollars and but, years of negotiation. But if you, if the if the cast of Fresh Prince and Queers Folk and The Goonies and The, the Nanny. Nanny and all these other shows, just on a whim, yeah. they can just do it for after free. just receiving an email for free. I think it really lessens the impact of the, what the now, Friends Correct me if I'm wrong, though, have. but the... Is the Friends reunion just a promotional tool to get everyone's awareness of HBO Max? Yes. I mean, yes. Right? Because, because I don't they're know. launching, they're, they're yeah. doing this massive launch at the same time with an app and yes. a channel and all yes. these shows that are going to be available. It has to be. It, with, with the well, I think thing, it works both ways. I think it, they, they, the fans will love it because that's all they've ever wanted yeah. in HBO Max. So why not? The, would the coolest thing not be for all of them to just do it on Zoom and just do it? Yeah, but if not for free more. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, hell yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. Trolls World Tour broke the digital record and oh, yeah. really puts Hollywood on a whole brand new path. In three weeks of digital release, Trolls, this Trolls sequel, made more money for Universal than the original movie did in five months in theaters. <gasps> no. So Trolls World Tour did $100 million in digital rentals um, since it opened. Uh, that is with the rental fee of nineteen ninety nine, meaning 5 million people rented it 5 million households rented yeah. it now again there's theater the th- movie theaters are not an option and uh, it's a kids movie and kids are at home and they're all going bonkers like this is sort sure. of an anomaly however um the head of universal looked at the success of this and said quote the film demonstrated the viability of video on demand NBC Universal CEO Jeff Shell said, as, as soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies in both formats. Mm. So theaters and on demand, to which AMC Theaters, who owns over a thousand theaters around the world, said, fine, we're no longer showing Universal movies. Oh, no, really? Yeah. But did Universal say that they would run the movies at the same time or would it be released in theaters first and then let's say a month later release on demand they didn't say all they said is that as soon as theaters reopen we expect to release movies on both formats Mm. and then amc was like if you're going to release movies on both formats you are not releasing your movies in our theaters which is a big fight that's brewing. And the Academy Awards are changing the rules for next year to allow streaming-only films to contend just because there was a lot of movies that did go straight to video on demand because normally they have a 30-day window of which a movie has to appear in theaters um, beforehand. And the next Universal movie that's going to be released just to On Demand that was supposed to go to theaters is The King of Staten Island. That's the new Judd Apatow movie with Pete Davidson. Oh, so it's, shoot. it's Judd's first movie since Trainwreck. Yeah. So that was supposed to go to theaters. And instead of delaying it indefinitely, Universal is now going to try a Judd Apatow comedy wow. with Pete Davidson, two sort of hot names, uh, as a video on demand only. I think they should try with like a bit... I'm not saying the Judd Apatow one isn't big, yeah. but like on the level of, not it's that they would, though, but not on the level of like a Top Gun, yeah. the Maverick movie, right? Yeah. I know they pushed that back to Christmas Eve, but 
I would just, like just to, to see, see how it would do. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is who wants to take that chance? Right? Who wants to who wants to take that chance on a like a movie like, that that cost you, you know, two hundred fifty million? I know. I know. Million I've said dollars before, to make. I would see I would watch way more movies. I yeah. average like maybe twice a year that I go to the theater. Yes. But if I knew a movie was coming out on demand every single weekend, I'd be renting a movie every single weekend. Even for thirty bucks I would. Yeah. Even for thirty bucks I yeah. would. Yeah. If it was like a brand new like if it was like an end game top gun, Spider Man kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 for sure. I'm with you. I'm with you hundred uh, percent. So turn my computer up for a second. I'm going to place uh, a couple of things here. So Jay Z has ordered YouTube deep fakes of him to be taken down. So deep fakes are, I don't know if you've seen these, they can like perfectly take somebody's face and put it on somebody else's face. Like you see a lot of movie clips where it's like famous movies and they've taken somebody else's face and put it on there and they're like, this is what this would be like if this actor played this role. And they're flawless. Like they look amazing. I saw they're one incredible. the other day of Joe Rogan where they deep faked him as Captain Picard from Next Generation. Right. Yeah. And yeah. It, 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 like it looks real. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. So they also do it with voice. Really? And what's happening now is there is a YouTube channel called Vocal Synthesis. Mm -hmm. And what they've done is they take people's voices, and I don't know how they do it. They input them into a computer using millions of different markers. And then there's a voice synthesis that generates text to speech but based on this person's specific voice so i'm going to play you a clip right now so the, this is a clip of a billy joel song called we didn't start the fire okay, okay so here let's take a listen to this Yeah. Okay, so that's Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire. Now I'm going to play you Jay-Z doing We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay, listen to this. Every true man, Doris Day, Richon and Joni Ray, South Pacific, Wonder Winchell, Tilde Maggio, to McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, No Corey, South Corey, Marilyn Monroe, Rosenberg's H Bomb, Sugar Ray, Pin Majum, Brando, the King and I, and the Catcher in the Rye. So that none of that is Jay Z's actual voice. This That's is a computer. A, this is a computer that was designed to emulate Jay Z's voice. Play it again. Eisenhower, vaccine and lens, got a new queen, Marshall, Lever Etchy, Santana go by. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Joseph Stalin, Malenka, Vanessa, Ram, Proctor. Okay. <laughs> they even have like the inflection in yes. his voice. Like yes. perfect. Yes. So nothing of that was Jay Z. Like oh. nothing. So what? Jay is like trying to get them to yeah, YouTube to so take it all down. They say, well, uh, the problem with all of this is that what do you, do you own that if you've never done that? Like it's a murky sort of legal area. But that's his voice. But it's not his voice though because it's not sampled from his voice. It is a computer. Are they saying that, that it's trained, his voice? Or are they like, no, what's the description? They, they specifically say, 
The voice in this video was entirely computer generated using uh. a text to speech model trained on the speech pattern of Jay Z. So but not made- one single word that you just heard actually came out of Jay Z's mouth. None of it is a recording. It's a computer that is trained to Sound emulate like Jay Z. <laughs> so Jay Z yeah, is now tricky. launching. He's now launching lawsuits to try and get people to take these deep fakes down because they have him. They have him doing Hamlet. They they have him like um, like okay. no, like no it's like joke. Real, real beautiful stuff though. Yeah, like, it's not like they got him deep faking like some real nasty saying some like real here, nasty here, things listen, about here, people. Listen to this. Listen to this. Ready? Infinity. Yeah, listen to this. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it's noble in the mind to suffer the slings and that rules of a trade just fortune. Or to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing and them to die, to sleep no more. And by sleep to say we in the herd and kin to thus and natural shocks that flesh your It's a classic. Okay? It's a classic. <laughs> like, what are you, yeah. you going to do? So, anyway, so Jay Z has now ordered the takedown notice against uh, YouTube's deep fakes of him uh, <laughs> rapping Hamlet and uh, Billy Joel songs. So, we'll see how. That goes. That's incredible, though. Yeah. Huh? Uh, a North Carolina pug is believed to be the first dog to test positive for coronavirus in the U.S. How are dogs getting tested? Chapel Hill, North Carolina. No idea. Pug named Winston. <laughs> tested positive oh, alongside three humans he lives with uh, the mom, the dad, and the son. Uh, all tested uh, negative. Oh, all tested positive while their daughter tested negative, as did their cat and another dog. What are you, yeah, so what are you testing the, like all the animals? That's wild to me, man. I wonder what the symptoms are. For a dog? Well, it's hard with pugs because pugs have like respiratory problems at the best of times. Yeah. And like sinus things. I don't know if it's a respiratory thing. It might be like a sinus thing. But they like Because they short little noses, right? Yeah, they wheeze and cough and... Yeah, I don't know how you would test an animal. Like what you would know. have to look out for in your animal. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think maybe that they, they saw it in the humans first and then they were like, well, let's just test to see if the dog has it. Just in case, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's wild. Hoorah! So no high Park for you. None. Get out. Stay out, actually. It's closed. Like not even just fenced off, but like they closed high Park during the cherry blossom season. Uh, the city has, however, launched Bloom Cam. So residents can still watch the uh, the cherry blossoms virtually. Is but, it up and running yet? But yeah, the the park is closed. Bloom so you can't get cam. in. You can't walk. You can't do anything. the The bloom usually lasts, they say, between four and ten days. And there's just like tens of thousands of people that always show up every year for this. So no high park. You can't even go and just sort of like walk around and smell things. It's all closed up. Uh, the daytime Emmys will go completely virtual in 2020, eliminating oh, wow. the in-person ceremony due to COVID-19. So this is from the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. Uh, the dates for these virtual award ceremonies will be announced following the daytime Emmy nominations later in May. And uh, the daytime Emmys were slated to take place June 12th to 14th in Pasadena. Now, no word yet on what's going to happen with the primetime Emmy Awards uh, and whether they are considering a virtual ceremony as well, um, which was, I think the Emmys happen in September, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello's Senorita surpasses 1 billion views oh. on YouTube. Yo, you gotta, when you lead with Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello yeah. so quickly, yeah. my heart skipped a beat because I thought you were going to say, 
Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello split up but over... I, but I read that headline so fast, though. No, I know. I thought you were trying to rush oh. through the story to make us, like, not hear everything you said. Oh. <laughs> that you are not trying to sneak no. in a breakup there. No, man. Okay, good. Um, so they're not broken up. No, they, uh, okay. Cinderita just passed a billion. Uh, Shawn has two other tracks that have passed a billion. Any idea what they are? Um, if I Can't Have You? Nope. No? Uh, Life of the Party. Nope. Treat You Better in Stitches. Oh, uh, right. This is Camila's uh, first track uh, to pass one billion. And uh, Beyonce jumped on a remix of Savage by Meg Thee Stallion with the proceeds going to, to charity. So take a listen to this. Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you want to see some real sad, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low with this wine. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be part of my friend. Gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. I argue with you, baby. This is so I'm a boss, I'm a leader I pull up in my two-seater And my mama was a savage she got this bitch from Tina I'm a savage, yeah Classy, bougie, ratchet mm. Sassy, moody, nasty Beyonce, and then, uh, you could do no wrong And then I'm going to play you two clips of people Freaking out over uh, their love for Beyonce. Uh, so the first one is Meg the Stallion. This is uh, Meg on IG Live talking about how her mom is actually the huge Beyonce fan. No, it's really crazy because it's really crazy because like my mama was like a really huge fan of Beyonce. She used to make me watch a lot of Beyonce stuff. And it's like when I met her, I was like, oh my god! Like, and I, I didn't want to be like, oh my god, Beyonce. Me and my mama love you. Like this is crazy. I can't believe we meet you. And it's just like, dog. But Beyonce didn't even do a song with me. I'm really, I've really only been out for like two years. This is the beginning of year number two. Like, Beyonce? Beyonce? Beyonce. And, uh, and Yo, the, real quick. Yeah. One of the reaction on social for that song, for that remix, yeah. was Beyonce ain't said nothing and she has the internet shook yet again. Right. Beyonce doesn't do promo because she is promo. And uh, Lizzo, it was Lizzo's birthday the other day and when Lizzo woke up the day following her birthday to realize that Beyonce had wished her happy birthday on her website. Does Beyonce Liz- wished me happy birthday on her website. <sighs> she knows it's my birthday. <laughs> Thank you, Beyonce. Oh my god, thank you Beyonce She knows, she knows I exist I'm I don't know what to do with myself (laughs) Yo, that is amazing uh, the All In Challenge. Tom Brady holds the record for the most money raised for the All In Challenge auction. Oh, wow. Someone bid eight hundred thousand dollars to hang out with Tom Brady. Was it Gronk? Teammate. Uh, <laughs> uh, someone else threw down five hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to have dinner and play golf with Peyton Manning. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot of money being raised. Do we know how much uh, money the- um, was raised, like for let's say Drake? I think you can go on and find out. I think you can that you can see? see. Yeah, I think like what you the tally can. is. I okay. think so. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I do believe that you. I, I do also want to know who has, who has the lowest. That's just mean. Just <laughs> curiosity. That's like Maury on Cameo. When you go on Cameo and you find out what other people charge to do birthday wishes for oh, your yeah. friends, and it's like 80 bucks, 100 bucks. Something? 
Yeah. Cameo is taking a large percentage right now for, and I'm just saying for charity, I'm making less money now on my Cameo because they're, they didn't even ask. They're just taking it and giving it to charity. All right. So what? Like, so how much, you don't, hold how, on. So you have something against giving money to charity? No, but at least maybe okay. a little bit right now. How, how much, how much do you make <laughs> per Cameo? Right now? Yeah. $2. What were you making? 10 <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, okay, I'm going to tell you right now, people. If anybody's out there right now, please, please go on Cameo. Okay, please go on Cameo and just start requesting like crazy. I know times are tough, and we're all in this together. Uncertain times, everything else, whatever. Please go on Cameo and request Maury to do a cameo for either you or somebody you know. So he's going to be busy as hell over the next couple of days making $2 per. No. <laughs> no. Uh, two popular bars in Toronto have uh, shut down because uh, they were evicted because they couldn't pay their rent. Uh, so Underground Garage on no. King and... Wherever oh that joint is, King and uh, Portland. I like that King place. and Peter. King and Peter. Blue Jays Way, right? Is that Blue Jays Way, Peter? Yes. Uh, Underground Garage and then the other um, place that was attached to it called Tokyo Hot Fried Chicken. Um, The monthly rent for Underground Garage and the loft, uh, which was above Underground Garage, was $53,000 a month. Uh, A listing at But that landlord was obviously not giving a break to anybody. Jeez, how are you going to recoup? You you mean you miss $160,000 a month rent. You're going to get evicted. So uh, the the listing is up on... uh, on MLS for $60,000 a month. So they were evicted. Uh, they said that uh, Tokyo Hot Fried Chicken may reopen and uh, start operating out of another location in Toronto. However, the people that run Underground Garage say that it's very unlikely that it will reopen anywhere. You know what's going to suck once everything... 19 years they were there. 19, Nin- 19 years Underground Garage was there. You know what's going to suck when all this is, you know, once life gets back to a new normal and all these places that have had to shut down are then going to be up for sale... Yeah, uh, that these like the inflated rent for the new tenants. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I I've started to see now. It was you went at the beginning of all of this. You saw a lot of the "we're all in this together" signs in front of businesses, and in the last week, I guess because we're coming up on the end of the month where leases are due and rents are due. I've yeah. seen in the past couple of days, I saw a lot of. Hey, thanks Toronto, but we're done signs in in businesses. Quite a few, quite a few, Uh, which is really terrible. Uh, Harrison Ford is under investigation by the FAA over a runway incident. He was flying into a small California airport and he was taxiing back to, I guess, the hangar and... They told him to hold short on the runway, meaning stop, and he didn't, and he just kept going. And then he can, and then Harrison Ford was like, oh my God, I completely misheard you. I'm so sorry. Now, they did say this, that there was no chance of collision, no chance of anything else. It was just protocol that he broke going into this airport. And so he is being investigated. But it's funny to me that. He's so well known and best known for playing Han Solo, who is such a like hotshot pilot. Yeah. And Harrison Ford only makes news for a breaking airport rules. Uh, remember, he landed on the taxi runway at an airport in 2017, and then he crashed into a golf course in 2015. Oh yeah, right. You yeah. know what I mean. And in 1999. And in what? And in 1999. What did he do in 1999? Crashed his plane in 1999. <laughs> did he? <laughs> 
Yeah, you know? Like, at how many times do you have to crash a plane before you're like, flying just isn't for me? <laughs> yeah. Right? Stop trying to make the, the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. Yeah, but it's you're like, not doing it, bro. But yeah, for Harrison Ford, it's like more than two, right? Yeah. Like, if I say to you, Mocha, how many times are you going to crash your plane before you realize flying's not for you? I would be like one. Yeah, thank you. Right? I'm never getting this in another plane again. I may never even fly with anybody else again <laughs> after that. He's crashed twice. What you doing, Han Solo? <laughs> and now it's time for Ask Roz and Mocha. Hey, is this uh, Alyssa? This is Alyssa. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Uh, good. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I, I listen to the podcast all the time. You guys are my absolute favorite. Make me laugh out loud all the time. Oh, amazing. Uh, what's your question for us? So my question is, what has been the meal you guys have been making in quarantine that you wouldn't normally make during the day? Oh, like man. Dur- during like a normal sort of time? Yeah, like, you know, when you're, like, at work, well, I know for you, Roz, in particular, you are never at home, and so I'm curious if there's things that you've been making, especially with, with now you're home during the day with your daughter and things. What's uh, what's your thing? What have you been doing? So, I've been making what I've been calling a basact. Basact. <laughs> so, bacon. A basact, yeah. yeah bacon, okay. spinach, avocado, cheese, and tomato. On what? And I'm not messing around. I'm just like regular bread, oh, yeah. but I'm not messing around with bacon on the stovetop. I mean, bacon in the oven. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. Jeez. Um, you got to have some yeah. time to do that. Do you have any? Exactly. Any uh, unusual, not unusual, but something that while in quarantine you've been making more of that you normally wouldn't yeah, during the week? Me? Yeah. Yeah. So we, it's funny because I always binge on food. Like I go in streaks where I will make the same sort of thing. I'll just do a full run of it where I we obsess about it. And we, we had a run where I think in one day we had hamburgers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner mm. that, I, that I made because I make homemade mac sauce. Yeah. And then I chop up iceberg Ooh. lettuce really, really fine. And we got these great buns and everything else. We all love burgers. So we'll do, we'll do that right now. Lately, Roxy and I have been making a ton of pizza Ooh. at home, like a ton of pizza. We'll make pizzas twice a day yeah. in the, in the oven. Yeah. And I'm, I make my own sauce and we do, we do the whole, we do the whole deal. Uh, but Roxy- Are you making your own dough too? No. You know what's funny? is that I had made my own dough and um, it's, a, it's, it's a big process. Like yeah. I don't have that kind of time. Like I'm not the kind of like, you know, quarantine where I'm able to bake and, you know, make my own. Make your own dough and leave it in the fridge for like yeah, three days. Like and- I can't do that. Yeah. So, so we're, but what we've been doing is trying out all the various doughs that we can buy from uh, the different grocery stores or pizza places that we can find dough and then we kind of get it down to our favorites, right? Um, so we've oh, making cool. a lot of pizza, but, but for the last, I would say week, Roxy and Catherine love tacos, mm-hmm. okay? Like absolutely, oh, yeah. they love tacos. We all love tacos. And I make a ton of tacos and really we'll just do like a regular arbol chicken taco. Um, and I'll just marinate the chicken for a long time. It's super spicy, just, just delicious, right? Yeah. But I realized Roxy had never had just like an old school beef taco before. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, and so I don't buy the package stuff. I take everything basically that they put in the package and I make it myself yeah. with all fresh herbs and spices and, and everything else. And so we've been making beef tacos for 
Oh my God, Roxy had nine of them the other night. Nine? Because I buy the little, I buy the little shells. Oh, okay. The, the little, the little soft corn tortilla shells. But she had also never had a hard shell taco before. Yeah. So what I'm doing now is I make beef taco mix myself, and then I take the little sort of taco truck size taco shells that are uh-huh. they're they're about this this I don't even know like what size is that? What size is that right there? The I don't know like the size of a softball basically, okay, sure. right? And I take them, you leave them, you sit them on the counter in a, just a plastic bag, like a Ziploc bag for like a half hour, just so they come to room temperature. Then I take a nonstick pan and I put about uh, like a quarter inch of uh, vegetable oil in the bottom of the frying pan. And then I take each individual soft shell taco shell or soft taco shell and I take tongs and I fold it gently in half and dip it into the oil, let one side cook, turn it, oh, do the wow. other side. So I'm making my own hard shell tacos yeah. individually now uh, for this is taco night. the same night. guy that said he didn't have time to make pizza dough. But I know. Make yeah. <laughs> so last, last night, it's interesting, last night Roxy and I went through uh, 16 hard shell tacos. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So what I did just she think of hard shell tacos? Loves them. Yeah? Loves them. Well, she's never had like an old El Paso one that crunches in your mouth and but all that stuff. How do you stop all the stuff from falling out? Of what? Or, of the taco, or does it not matter? No, because when you when you actually take a corn tortilla and you toast it like that, or you you I shouldn't say that you fry it like that, um, when you hold it, you can squish it and it doesn't break. Oh, wow. So you can squish it together. The outside is super super crunchy, mm-hmm. and the inside is still kind of soft. So when you eat it, it's like a whole new. Uh, it's almost like what are, there are those juices? Yeah, yeah, it's great. What are those things that you used to buy at Seven Eleven? The taquitos. Remember those taquito things? Oh, yeah. right? it's, it's almost it's almost like those, right? Wow. Yeah, they're almost. They almost taste like those, but only actual actual tacos. So we've been making a ton of uh, ton of beef tacos lately. Wow. Damn, Maury, do you oh, have a, an answer? What's a meal that you've been making in quarantine that you wouldn't normally make on a weekday? Well, I usually eat terribly anyway, but I'm yeah. just experimenting because, like, I have all this time because, like, I have to wait for my time to use the computer. So I'm just in the kitchen and I'm always hungry. So I've been doing these things called wiener pockets. Excuse me, where I slice up my wiener into <laughs> yeah. like little bits and then I take. <laughs> the processed cheese singles and I sort of pocket it over the wiener and I'll put like little tiny bits of pickle and stuff like the stuff you would normally put in a hot dog into the cheese pocket with the wiener microwave it for 30 seconds until it starts to blister and then you pop the whole thing in your mouth and it's kind of like a wiener pocket and it's actually kind of cool I'm thinking of patenting this thing you're making hors d'oeuvres by yourself (laughs) (laughs) but with Matthew being home now with your husband Dan and Matthew being at home does he not like say anything he thinks they're kind of good. Yeah, oh, really. Okay. Huh? So you're, make, good. you're making a batch for two. Yeah, and I have little <laughs> toothpicks. Yeah, right. So I just stick them in there and stuff like that, which is kind of neat. There, try this at home. It's fantastic. You sure. The cheese yeah. lo- it locks so in all the wiener taste. pockets for two. Yeah, wiener <laughs> pockets for two. By the way, if anybody does, if you're if you don't want to use packaged for uh, your tacos, uh, simply just take some meat, fry it up, right, and then you're gonna do a ton of cumin. Um, smoked paprika and you're going to do if you have like any sort of chili powder throw that in there little garlic uh, little garlic powder I will use fresh onion but you don't have to use fresh onion and then you mix all that up and get it all into like a huge paste yeah. right mix it all around and then just take a little beef stock like quarter cup of beef stock and just pour that in crank the heat back up and then mix it all around and that beef stock with all those spices just turns into like this thick paste and then reduce it reduce it reduce it then just 
just turn the oven off, turn the stove off, and let it sit, and then that's your taco mix. A lot of ingredients. Oh, and, uh, um, uh, ground oregano. Ground oregano. A lot of ingredients. A lot of steps. Fantastic. Yeah. And everything's fresh. Damn, yeah. Maury, once again, your recipe for hot dog pockets. Okay, and I was going to add in, and I apologize, but when you talk about cumin and all that niceness, yeah. I was going to say, don't microwave it with the ketchup. Dunk it into the ketchup later. <laughs> okay. Just a little bit oh, of a ke- little hint. Just don't want you to dipping. heat up your ketchup. Okay, okay. The ke- so the, 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 the hot dipping. dog, again, recipe so it's is... processed cheese slices. You yeah. just cut uh, them in your fours. Sure. Yeah. Right? You cut up your wiener into little tiny little circles. Yes. And you put it into your cheese pocket yes. with a little bit of pickle. Maybe if you want some onion or whatever, microwave it for 30 seconds until right. it starts to blister, yeah. dunk it in your ketchup. Good to you go. You know what's interesting? The way that you cook, there's actually no cooking in your cooking. It's like your your cooking is like building Lego. It's like the thing <laughs> already exists. You just take it and turn it into something new. Yeah, like there's no actual cooking. Yeah, you're assembling. <laughs> there's no cooking involved in your cooking. Uh, Mocha pause. He's going to say genius in the just a second. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alyssa, thanks so much for the phone call you? today. Oh, All right. Thank you. Oh. oh, hold on. Yeah, let me see. Um... You know what? We don't have, like, everything that we've been making pre-quarantine, we still make now. Like, there isn't what anything that's... What do you, you never talk about your food. There's nothing, like, more or less. Like, we always have pasta. I'm eating pasta, like, maybe twice a week. Um, yeah. The only thing, like, in excess that I have been consuming at home that I normally wouldn't mm-hmm. is alcohol and a lot of chips and candy. Uh. Like, last night, we were watching, I don't even know what we were watching on TV, and I went through an entire bag that I had just bought earlier in the afternoon when I did my my grocery pickup, yeah. an entire big, large bag of Maynard's wine gums. Did you try the really? new candy? Which new one? Twizzlers Gushers just came out. What is it? that they fill something in it? It's like twiz, like uh, I guess it's like a licorice, yeah. but they're little bits and they're like pockets of gooiness. Ugh. Hey, what was that gum that used to, they would fill it with something. And oh. it would, you would, what <laughs> was that called? Do you know? Does anybody know? Do you remember that, Alyssa? Was it Bubblicious? I do remember, but I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, it had you, like a syrup on the inside. Yeah, and you, you took would, a bite out of it and, and then it the syrup just, would release. Yeah, it just like it ooze was like into your mouth. It was like syrup inside, though. It was gross. <sighs> what oh. was that called? It wasn't oh, squirt. That was, a, that was a soda. And there were two different colors. Uh, yeah, it was like it was like pink goo inside. Liquid center. Let's see here. What was that called? Oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> okay. What was, was it? it called spurt? Spurt. <laughs> There's one here on Google. And it's called Spurt. No, I don't think it was. No, it was not Spurt. What? No. That sounds like something no. you don't want to ever up? put in your no, mouth. That's not it. No. It was one word. No. Yeah, it was one. It was one word. That's one word. It was right definitely there. Spurt. It was no. I was definitely not putting Spurt in my mouth. <laughs> Can I tell definitely you? Definitely not. There's Bubba some Lou. what? Bubba Lou. Bubba Lou. Was that what it was called? Yeah. This really? is one of them. Bubba Lou. Yeah, I don't know if that was it. I don't know. Maybe it was Bubba Lou. I don't remember Bubba Lou. It's either Bubba Lou or Spurt. Like I remember they came individually wrapped, like stacked yeah, in a Bubba long Lou. pack. No, 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 no. It was like in a long... A lot of people online, there are a lot of questions about this gum, by the way, that really, you're asking. Huh? Yeah. And a lot of people are saying it freshen up. Really, huh? Yeah, the brand freshen up. I don't remember fresh and enough. Somebody though. also said Bubblicious did that back in the day as well. No, okay, this is what it is right here. A hundred percent. This is what it looked like. What? It was it was Bubbaloo and they came in a tube about this long, skinny tube, and they were individually wrapped in white little like wax paper. And then you would undo it and they were pink and you would eat it yeah. and then it would Yeah. And then there's also fruit gushers. Oh, I love fruit gushers. Oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. Fruit gushers. Maybe. Yeah, like the ones in the little individual packets. 
Yeah, I'm. Th- that's exactly what I'm thinking. What well, Bubba it? Lou is what, what Roz is thinking. What was that crazy thing that you were saying earlier? Squirt? Yeah. Spurt. Spurt. Spurge or spurt? Oh, no, spurt. S-P-U-R-T. Oh. <laughs> spurt. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much uh, for joining us on the, on the podcast today. Uh, yeah. Okay. Are you guys going to ask who my favorite is? Well, I was just going to say, before we let oh, you okay, go, sorry. Alyssa, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay. Well, I've been thinking about this for like at least a solid year, hoping that one day I get to talk to you. Wow. A wow. year. So, uh, Mocha, you and I, I think, are like practically the same person. People love our laughs. And we're like very empathetic and, you know, people we're just like nice to people and, and, but you, but you are not my favorite. I'm sorry to say that Roz, you are my favorite. You, your confidence and just like the love for your family and just how you speak your mind. You are who I wish I could be. Oh, wow. So what are you saying? I hate my family? (laughs) No, 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 no. That's not me. That's Maury. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't even get me started on Maury. That's a whole other, that's a whole other call. I'll tell you that the problem with these, when somebody starts off and they're like, Mocha, I like you because you're empathetic and you're this. I'm always like, so that means I'm not any of those things. (laughs) No, I just... Well, this backfired. Yeah, no, no, no. Hey, listen, you know how these calls go, okay? Somebody's feelings are going to no, get hurt. Fair. You know, no, you know. Listen, uh, and Roz, yes, I love, love your love for your cat, too, because oh. I'm a cat lady. So. Oh, I got three of them. They're all doing real well. My, however, one cat, I swear to God, looked at me yesterday and was like, can I get some goddamn privacy around here, please? <laughs> like, my other two cats are loving the fact that we're home all day. Like, yeah. the, the Moo, the new one, just follows Catherine around all day like her shadow. Aww. She gets up from the couch to go make a tea. He follows her in the kitchen, uh, and then he'll follow her into the office and sit on her arm, and like, oh, he like he is literally her shadow. Really? But my one, the, the other little dude, Fig, is, I, he's, I think his patients are running thin on all of us yeah, being he's home. he's like, privacy, please. He's like, privacy, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my one, my one cat, Ruby's like that. The look she gave me this morning was like, why are you still here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you remember nerds? Oh yeah, my God. they're oh, still man, I love Do nerds. they still make nerds? Yeah, yeah? really? Huh? They're two separate compartments. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was right. God, the gimmicks they used to have for candy back in the day, huh? Yeah, nerds are the best. Do you remember those ones? They that even were candy had nerd cigarettes? rope. Nerd rope. What was that? It's like a thin piece of almost like a pull and peel, just like one single piece covered in nerds. Oh wow. Yeah, it's life changing. Oh, do you remember the candy cigarettes? Yeah. I yeah, do. the Popeye yeah. one. Yeah. Where if you blew, like some sugar came out as smoke. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I don't yeah, remember yeah. those ones. Yeah, I think it was freshen up. I think you're right, Shem. Now that I'm looking at it, those little packages, yeah, it was freshen up. That stuff was disgusting. <laughs> oh, Shem's there too? No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah you want to say hi to Shem? Yeah, hi, Shem. It's Shem's birthday today. Hi. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you very much. What's your name, sir? Alyssa. Hi, Alyssa. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Oh, I hope you have a good day. Thank you so much. Alyssa, are you single? Uh, no, I'm married. Oh, I'm sorry, oh damn. <laughs> My husband, he's been here watching this whole time. Oh, <laughs> no. And he just heard you say, no, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. That's going to be Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone now. Hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. He's like, we got to talk. <laughs> All right, Alyssa. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks so much. You guys made my day. Uh, you're Take care. The best. VSBP asks, what celebrity do you think would represent your pet's inner voice? For example, Mocha, do you imagine if Tig could talk, would he sound like The Rock? Whew. I picture my dog Tig because we've watched so many of those um, those buddy movies. 
Yeah. Right? Like Snow Buddies and, you know, all the ones with oh, like the, the dog movies. With, yeah, the, yeah, uh, with all yeah. the little golden retrievers and they yeah, got little kid yeah, voices. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. I always imagine my dog to have like a little kid voice. Oh, you do? Yeah. Really? Not huh? like a grown up man voice. Yeah. How about you? trying to think I, d- I don't really because my cat's voices are just my voice right yeah. you know what i mean like that's what they like i talk for them so when Wouldn't i it be weird when though, I like if your my, dog if your cat started talking yeah and it was your voice yeah i wouldn't they would have to send it away <laughs> <laughs> no I do, I've never thought about I've never thought about that like whether they have like deep voice or kid voice or anything because I always just talk for them like I I don't know I, yeah, I don't know that's an interesting question but one of them is like Mumu the, the baby that we were just talking about he's just so like in his teenage years right now yeah. where he is just tearing everything up like he Roxy had to because she's doing school from home now where she has to write out assignments on paper Catherine has to take a picture of them and upload them onto the, the Google site everything else and Cat, Roxy was the kid yesterday that had to do the sorry my cat ate my homework. Oh no. Yeah, because like the whole top of it was chewed right off. Oh like no. The, whole, the cat just sat there for a half hour on the table just destroying her homework. But you can prove that nowadays to take a picture of it. Well, that's what she did, right? So Catherine submitted it with the with the title of like Roxy's English whatever it was book report, you know, sorry the cat ate my homework. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, the, so he's just a bugger. So I'm waiting for him to get his chill because for the first year with cats when they're babies, they're yeah. mental patients, right? Uh-huh. They're just crazy. And then they, they boy cats, they get their chill and then they just hang out with you forever for the rest of their lives. But for that first year with like a young boy cat, oh my God, it's nuts. Damn it, Everything. Maury, if your dog, Andy, who is how old now? Andy is four months yesterday. All right. So we if, celebrated. if Andy had a voice. I'm convinced because like when he wants to be put down from the couch and he goes, it's very deep, so I assume, and he also gives us cut eye all the time. So I assume it would be kind of a deeper male voice, kind of like a Bruce Willis kind of thing. Really? Huh? <laughs> yeah. And he has attitude, so I could see it being like a Bruce Willis kind of like macho-y kind of like yo, put me down. Now, do you? Oh, jeez, do you like that kind of voice, or do you not like that kind of voice? I'm okay with it. I'd much prefer like a Morgan Freeman kind of thing, but I don't think Andy's a Morgan Freeman. No, he's not. Sometimes I picture Tig's voice to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Just all wrestlers. Uh, Mark says, uh, oh, okay, actually, no. Here, we'll get to this question first from Allison. Ra- um, Shem, yeah. come in here for one second. Okay. Stand, just stand there. Okay. Maury, stand up. Okay. okay, so Roz. Yeah. Look at Maury. Yeah. Look at Shem. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Allison asks, would you rather fight one Shem-sized Maury or five Maury-sized Shems? <laughs> um, I would 100% rather fight one Shem-sized Maury. Yeah, because it's only one of them. And it's still Maury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As opposed to five little shells. Yeah. <laughs> Good question. Good question. Thank you, Shem. That was awesome. Yeah, I'd rather fight one more size Shem. Yeah. Safe, right? Okay. I feel bad, though. Here's a question from Mark. Let's say you don't really want to listen to what someone has to say. What's your go-to line to make it seem like you're interested? I know Matthews because he does this all the time where he's just kind of like, you could tell he's really not even hearing anything and he just keeps keeps going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just does that to you. 
me, everyone in his family, like you, you know when he's like. But does he do that like in an uh, annoyed voice? No, like he he's waiting for where, you to finish? No, he kind of does it where he, his mind is elsewhere, uh-huh. but he's just like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. And then afterwards, when we drop whoever we're driving off, and because he, he did that in the car a few times, I'll be like, did you hear anything they said? He's like, no. I will say the word what six or seven different times in a conversation that I'm not interested in. But how? What do you mean? Like what? Like to make them repeat? No. Like just, what? Like you're not listening? No, because or? what is the perfect response? Because it seems like you are interested. Um, depending on how you say it, you could be asking a question, which makes you seem inquisitive and actually paying attention and involved in what they're saying. Uh-huh. It could also be an exclamation point to something they've already said. Like you can do like, what? Or So that was going to be my question. Yeah. Like in what inflection does your voice All different go? inflections. Okay. I will use that one word with many different inflections in one conversation. And that will literally be the only word that I say in that conversation. Could really also be used as a what? Yeah. That could, that's the same kind of thing. I think I yeah. say, oh yeah, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, really? Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. You've both done both of those to me. Yeah, of course. What? Really? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. then what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bridget asks if you could sum uh, if you could sum your life up in one word. Oh God! Don't what would that, that word be? If you could Jesus. sum your life up in one word. One word. Try again. It's two words, right? I don't know. Why don't you spell it? <laughs> what? Uh huh. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would say happy. Yeah. Mine would be happy. (laughs) Yeah. That's very difficult. I don't know what word I could sum it up with if there was one word. Adequate. Content. Yeah. I don't know. That's a really tough question because I don't, I I would, I'm hesitant to put a word that is anything sort of definitive, even up to this point, because I don't want anything to seem like it. It's no longer a part of the process. You know what I mean? How about loving? Like, meh. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Huh? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't. What word would you say more? I was going to say adequate. Adequate. (laughs) Because it's like, it's it's fine. Uh, Like, everything's good. Sure. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not bad. It's not bad. Mediocre. Yes. Yes. Better word. Better word. Mediocre. Okay. B says here. The year is 2030. It's 10 years from now. Humans landed on Mars. Yes. They find a cave okay. with a human skeleton Here and four words written in the wall. What are those four words? What the hell kind of questions are these? <laughs> a bunch of weirdos this week. What are the four words? Like, is this, it sounds like a riddle, on the wall. but it's not a riddle. It's not a riddle. Oh. What I think f- B just wants to know what we would think. Like... Welcome to Mars, dude. Like like that? Like I don't that, know. That was four words. I don't know. Thank you, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> what? You got an answer, Maury? I was gonna say, is that your final answer? But that's not four words. No, that's no, five. That's five. <laughs> in order to play <laughs> it's so difficult Maury to get you to play along with something because as much as I want to hear your answer because I think you're actually quite funny, um, getting you to the point of where you can actually even understand the rules of a game is so infuriating <laughs> that nobody wants to ask you to play with them. What? What? <laughs> My four words would just be, that's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. So no answer, Maury? Four words, Maury. Four, four words, words, bro. Come on, yeah. man. 
You can do this. I believe they in you. They would just be, what? Uh-huh, it's really? <laughs> it's not my turn. It's not my turn. Not your turn for what? Could be anything. They're dead, right? So it's not my turn. But who wrote that, though? Right. Right. What? <laughs> Ken Moore is awesome, right? When Dammit Moore gets ready in the morning, does Matthew ever tell him not to wear something? No, he approves all my outfits. The like, night before. The night because... before. I'll be like, is this shirt? Oh, he hates all my shirts. Uh-huh. But he's like, okay, that one's fine. And there are times where I've worn something because he's been too busy or something. I just find something and I'll call, come home and he'll be like, did you really wear that to work? Or he'll see something in a Razumoka video and be like, I didn't tell you to wear that. Oh, wow. That shirt you're wearing right now, is that... I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Why? Why? Because this is from the summer pile. Oh. Huh? Are, those, are those sleeves ironed on that t-shirt? No. They Like there's a crease down the middle of it. Oh, because I took it out of the package. What do you mean? Like it was in a sealed package, like it's a new T-shirt. Oh, so you didn't oh, wash it? Oh, it is it? a brand new shirt. No. You don't wash stuff after you buy it? I'm supposed to, but I saw it and I'm like, that looks nice. Hold on. You opened up a brand new shirt this morning and put it on and wore it to work and Matthew doesn't know? That's true. Oh my God, you're Because it was from the summer pile. You are dead. I know. Dead. You should always wash, you know, like, you... anytime you get new clothes, you should always wash them. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't have time to You would that. be better off, Maury, to throw that in the garbage on your way out and show up at home with no shirt on today and just say, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Rather than walking in wearing one of the shirts that he was saving for summer wardrobe. A bunch of squirrels were yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I fell. <laughs> uh, Jenny asks, what is something you were oddly particular about? Something you're oddly particular about, Roz. You probably have like ten answers. It's a yeah. It's I'm oddly particular about most things. I would say. Oh, you know what's interesting? You know what I thought of the other day, and maybe that this isn't. Uh, I obsess about mundane procedural life activities. Okay. Okay. Example. So I was obsessed the other day wondering whether I am part of the majority or part of the minority when I was clipping my fingernails. Uh -huh. And I was wondering, are most people better with the clippers with their good hand or their bad hand? I would say good hand. Because I'm left-handed and I like the way the nails on my right hand look more than on my left. See, because for me... Bad hand. For me, I'm better with the clippers with my left because my right hand is the one that actually does all the work because I'll hold the clippers in my left and it's how precisely I can move my finger around inside the end of the clippers. And therefore, yes, I am right-handed, but I prefer to clip with the clippers in my left hand because mm. I like the way that I can maneuver my hand around because I don't have that same sort of maneuverability to detail with my left. So here's where you and I are different. Yeah. Yes. You maneuver you maneuver your hand within the nail clipper. Yes. I take the nail clipper and maneuver it around my finger. Interesting. I was going to add to this. Yes. And find out what your thoughts are on this. When I do my toenails, yeah. I sit on the toilet. Yeah. To do my left toes. Right. But I stand up and put my foot on the toilet to do my right because I can't lift my right leg up and bend over to cut the toenails. Why? What's going on on that side of your body internally <laughs> that you can't bend? Too big. I can't. <laughs> so hold on here. There's, you can like cross one leg is, but not the other? That's right. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so, so, okay, push your chair back a bit. So picture okay. me on the toilet. No, yeah. just oh. you're sitting on a chair. 
How about that? So take your <laughs> yeah. So hike your leg up over the, the so the left one goes over the right one, no problem. Yeah, yeah. And I can clip, clip, clip. Yeah. Now, okay. Can you sitting there? Can you take your right leg? Yeah. And do that figure four over your left knee? No. Why not? I have no idea. So I now have to get up. Has it always my, been like that? Yeah. So I have to get up. You can't cross your right leg. But I can over cross your, my left. Hold on here. But you can't cross your right leg over your left leg. No. What? No. So I could do this. Try to try to force it. I can do this. Yeah. And try try this for me right now. And your now. tongue try, sticks out at the same time. <laughs> okay, yeah. Try 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 this for me right now. Do this with me for a sec, Maury. Yeah. Okay. Stand up. Yeah. Okay. Now take your right leg while standing and cross it over your left leg like like this. Can you see what I'm doing right here? Like look at my feet are complete opposites. Right. Do that. Go back to your chair. Yeah. Do that. Right. Now, just fall back on your chair in that position. <laughs> now, if I do the other way. Oh, my wow. God, dude, that's so weird. It's so weird. I've never so met somebody who can only cross one leg. <laughs> Speaking of particular about things, <laughs> I think we just found it. <laughs> wow, David Mori. Yeah. Revolution. Revelation. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dan Mori, what is something that you are oddly particular about? I am very particular about where things go in my home, like where certain decorations are. Like if I have knickknacks and stuff, everything is placed a certain way. And if Matthew moves things, it really upsets me. Like I have, you know, a little uh, doll, you know, placed in a certain way to look at me. <laughs> Matthew moves your dollies. <laughs> what did you say? You have a doll that looks at you when you're sleeping. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> There's two dolls in the office that I like to have them facing me. <laughs> what? <laughs> For no other reason than just I like how they look that way. And if he, they're facing he, you though. Yeah, and when he goes in the Do office, you talk he, to them. No, but they're just oh. there because I just like the how they are right there. And Matthew always goes in the office and turns them to face the wall. And, I, oh, and it bothers you. And it bothers like, why are you doing that? But why does he does he do it to bug you, or he no, does he it because he doesn't like? like I don't want these things looking at me. Oh, when he's in the office using the computer, yeah, yeah he yeah, turns them yeah. to face the wall. Oh, okay, interesting. interesting. So they stare at you all the time. Yeah, so I'm like oddly particular about these. Are they boy dolls or girl dolls? Boy dolls. Oh, <laughs> so it's an oh. audience. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like, <laughs> like, like all the time. Like, when, do you turn them when you do other stuff in the office? When Matthew's at work? No, I mean, I, it's not like I perf like I'm talking. Perform? <laughs> Were you going to say perform? I did, not, I did not finish that word. I did not finish that word. Did you say I did not perform in front of them? <laughs> I did not finish that word. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't go on my story. <laughs> Uh, ask your questions and we'll try our best to get through them. Do they clap when you're done? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, this has been the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.